0: Hi. The Common Man in T Bone podcast is brought to you by Care, Heating, and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus
1: content from past shows. It's Greenland. Like being Amish, but with more ice. Bye. Welcome, Welcome to, to the dumbest,
2: dumbest part
1: of, of your morning.
2: day. Bing, bye. This is Common Man
0: and T-Bone. They were probably sitting around the dinner table arguing with a friend. Saying, I'm more American than you, and then a bald eagle crashes right, right through the face.
2: Guys, can you do that? Pass the acid. the sugar goo? <laughs> you communist? How dare you! <laughs> Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's you wanna The guy is drunk! Whoop Watch your profanity! Would
3: you not eat my pants? Ah!
2: This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Friday!
0: Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have a big program today. Degenerate T-Bone coming up at 4.48. Tool of the week in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools now, at manandbone971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Hope you're all digging out of the white death. How'd you do up there in Marysville? We
1: we checked it this morning. We ended up having, where we were, uh, 7 inches. So... That was according to the ruler, we stuck you, how did, how in the snow. You, I was going to say, how did you measure it? I just want to clarify. <laughs> I mean, I have been doing the commercials for a while. A, me and a couple neighbors got together and pulled our resources, if you know what I mean. All right, well, whatever. It's fine. Uh, what
0: was I going to say?
1: Yeah, it's was cool. How about you? Did you get a lot of snow? Yeah, no, I, it was fine. How did the uh, snowblower four work? Four or five. It was you fine. Your snowblower out there? Yeah, it was all right. The electric uh, deal, did it work for you? Yeah, it was good. Good. I enjoyed it. That's nice. I don't know
0: how long it's going to last. You know what I don't like about it, though? What don't you like? It doesn't have as much much power as a gas-powered snowblower. It has to conserve energy, so I have to manually push it. It doesn't have, like, the automatic go.
1: Oh, wow. That's Jeez, I don't know how you deal with that. I don't either,
0: man. I mean, this is the ultimate first-world problem. (laughs)
1: because <laughs> our shovels that i have are also not the self-push you have Look, to push man them.
0: i have told you i will buy you a snowblower and then mm-hmm. you yelled at me see if other people just go up to other random people and say hey let me give you a gift it's like oh thank you kind sir i say i want to buy you a snowblower because i'm concerned you're going to drop dead on your driveway and you yell at me
1: Ted, do you have the audio where I yelled at him for saying he would buy me a snowblower? All I remember is you saying you would buy me two snowblowers, and then there were no, then there were no snowblowers that ever showed Stop up to it. the house. That's you what I recall. Know
0: that I'm not talking about show common man. I'm talking about your good friend Mike,
1: <laughs> who wants to help you. Uh huh. Yeah. And so well, that's fine. I, you know what? As it turned out today, I didn't even have to shovel because my enterprising kids wanted to go out and shovel, and I said, well, if you're going to go shovel other people's driveways, you got to do ours first. So they got out there. How much did they get? Nothing. They They, they didn't pay them anything. They got room and board. Oh, man. They got a lifetime of love and tenderness and care. They got three o'clock in the morning, they come home because some, you know, idiot boy is being a DB and sending them mean text messages. Who's going to be there to hug them? I am. I'm saying when they're grown up and they they, got I was going to say, this is a new development. No, no. I'm saying when there's some douche in their life who is mean and I'm going to be there to hug them and keep them and all that stuff. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we should do some role playing to get you ready for this. I can be one of your
0: daughters and you be you. I
1: was like, okay, all right, go ahead. Daddy,
4: there's this mean kid in my class. His name is Brent, and I thought I had a crush on him, but I don't because he's mean to me, and I'm really regretting sending him nude text messages of myself. All right, and now he's threatening to tell (laughs) the entire school.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Where did you get the cell phone to send those? You, and you bought
4: me the cell phone. I no, have no, the cell no, no. phone.
1: The cell phone is locked. You can't send anything that's out of that. That's what
4: you think. There are kid apps that I use I can download to get rid of all your parental controls.
1: All right. We're going to learn a new vocabulary word. It's boarding school. We're going to, we're going to just send well, you, you, you over there. Wait, you get your
4: there. time machine too?
1: Yes, that's right. No, where? no. Now you're going to boarding school where you're gone. See you later. Bye-bye. Where are the real, real boarding schools? I just saw an ad for one the other day. You did? Yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but it's like up, I want to say it's up near Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know they still had boarding oh, schools. Oh, yeah. It was like, it was. well, it was like, uh, prepare your children for college and send them to where they'll live with their friends. And it's like, yeah, that's called boarding school. They live at the school. Hmm. That's a boarding school. I didn't school. know they still had them. Oh, yeah. Well, you are the elite. So. <laughs> That's you would you would be sending your kids to boarding school. That's exactly right. You that's what it. you would say. And she's like, I regret sending nudies. You just sent her right to boarding school. No, we would have a much deeper conversation, but a lot of it would be centered around how did that happen because that's not how you were raised. I wanted so. him to love me. <laughs> that's not how it works. That's never how it works. You don't. Know, nobody loves you when you send them a nude picture. They got one thing on their mind, and that's not love. All right. Uh, Jimmy Haslam is having none of Hugh
0: Jackson. Of course, Hugh Jackson you know, is piggybacking off of Brian Flores saying, oh, yeah, me too, me too. I, I was paid to lose too. Here's what Hugh J- or, uh, Jimmy Haslam had to say. Hugh Jackson has never accepted any responsibility for our record during that time period. He's been masterful at pointing fingers but has never accepted any blame. I've accept- accepted a ton of blame, and rightfully so, he says the claim he paid Jackson to lose games is an absolute falsehood. Uh, what else did he say? He says unequivocally, Hugh Jackson was never paid to lose games. That's an absolute falsehood. And it's an absolute falsehood that I laughed while
1: we were losing. Can you believe that? As long as they were losing, Jimmy Haslam is claiming it's an absolute falsehood that he ever laughed one time over like a period of years. He's just saying it was <laughs> He's like... never laughed. He flipped across. He was him a knock, watching knock TV. Joke, he doesn't even crack a smile. Yeah, he saw like an old stand-up comedy routine on Comedy Central, and he was like, "I shall not laugh at this. It's no George Carlin. You will not make me giggle."
0: I wonder if Brian Flores and Brian Flores is is saying weird things too, and we'll get to that shortly. But I wonder if Brian Flores is looking at Hugh Jackson, sort of coming out and speaking about all of this and saying, "Man." Come on, man! I'm I'm try, I'm trying to do something here. And what are you talking about? Because when you hear Hugh Jackson speak, and look, I'm no Browns fan. I'm not a fan of Jimmy Haslam. You are a Browns fan, and you're still not a fan of Jimmy Haslam. No. But what I don't understand, and I hear Hugh Jackson saying, is well, you know, I I wasn't paid to lose, and why did they give me a contract extension?
1: Well, I mean, all right. But... On the surface, I know what he. I get what he's saying, right? I mean, he's his point is. If I'm not being paid to lose, then why wasn't I fired? Because I was apparently so bad. I'm right. At this.
0: I, I'm sure he wouldn't have anything to say if he were right. fired.
1: Well, no. I'm of so course. Glad of they course, he fired was. me. I've been so awful. I'll of leave course, now. Of course. But his, I guess, what his point is is if, because this is the rub, basically, Haslam's are saying we weren't trying to be bad. We wanted to be good, and we just thought Hugh was the right guy, and we believed in him incorrectly which is not the truth right no it's not the truth they they by the way I, i don't think there's anything wrong with that really yes well but also hugh jackson is saying i am a much better coach than this and the only reason we lost is because they tried to tank and i was paid to go along with that plan that is also probably false right it's The truth is in between those things, and it's just how you look at it from those two sides where you're getting these different perspectives. Because the reality is this. The Browns knew they were not going to win a Super Bowl anytime soon as constructed. They had to tear it down to the studs and start over because that's what the NFL wants you to do if you want to win. More often than not, that's what you have to do. So they did. They tried to get draft picks. They hired a guy in Hugh Jackson that they thought would be a long-term solution at head coach. They based that off of one season of him coaching, granted to an 8-8 eight and eight record with the Raiders, right? But that was the entirety of his head coaching tenure prior to coming to the Browns, if I'm not mistaken. So when he got to the Browns, there were a couple of years where they were awful. And they said, look, we knew we were going to be bad because we're tearing it down to the studs. Jimmy Haslam doesn't want you to believe that now, but that's what they were doing. And Hugh Jackson is saying, well, I maybe I, I'm guessing when they showed him that plan, he said, yeah, but... Just wait until I get in there. Like, he probably thought it wouldn't be that bad. So his point is, I did suck as a head coach, even though he's not going to ever admit it that way. He's saying I sucked as a head coach, so why didn't they fire me? His position is, if I'm so bad, why wasn't I fired? And Jimmy Haslam's position is, Hugh Jackson has never owned up to anything that's happened here, and he will not accept blame for his role in how bad this got. And both sides are technically a little correct on that. But you're right. The NFL system says, go ahead and tank. Do that for a couple of years. Get your draft picks, get your quarterback, and then roll forward. Yeah, Hugh Jackson's gripe is that he
0: was employed to be the coach of the Browns while they were in a rebuilding process, not that he was slipped cash under the no. table for losing games. That's the difference here. Brian Flores, if he was actually told by Stephen Ross, I'll give you $100,000 for every game you lose. That's a different story. That's not what Hugh Jackson's talking about here. Everybody knew the plan. How could he be so stupid to say he didn't know, know what was going on from a well, front I, office standpoint? I, Joe Thomas came out yesterday and said, everybody knew. The players knew. The fans knew. Everybody
1: knew. Yeah, I think where the problem lies with Hugh is, again... W- what self-respecting coach and, and Joe Thomas, I respect what he's saying there, but you tell me that every player on that roster said, we're definitely going to lose and maybe win two games this year. No, they probably thought, yeah, we have a, we're, we're going to struggle. We're going to be a rough roster this year, but man, if we do this and this and this, maybe if everything goes our way. We could make the playoffs. Like I'm, I'm sure that there were still quite a few people in that organization, maybe not the ones planning out the roster. People down on the day to day level, players, coaches, who believed if we turn this thing, we could do some things. And otherwise, why would you show up for work? Right? I mean, well, you show they're, up, they're paying you. Well, they're paying. <laughs> yes, but all these, a lot of players look at the reason they come to work in the NFL is to try to go win. And if you're, so Hugh is saying by paying all of us to show up and be bad, you are essentially paying for losses. You, you are right though, Mike. That that is a lot different. As much as I hate it and I wish we didn't incentivize that in the NFL, that is a lot different than saying, drop this game today and I'll give you a hundred grand. Yes. (laughs) That's, that's a very different thing.
0: I can't understand the people that can't see that separation.
1: Well, no, Hugh is saying there's systemic tanking. Brian Flores is saying, I was literally told game by game, you should, and people got mad at me for overcoming our bad roster. Like Brian Flores is saying, I did the thing you wanted to do. I won with the crappy roster. I did better than I was supposed to and I, and I was hated for it in my organization and that never was fixed. And they actually asked me to stop winning. If that's all true, that's a lot different than Hugh saying, yeah, I couldn't overcome my crappy roster and they kept paying me.
0: Brian Flores may be shining a light on real NFL problems, but he's also starting to sound a little bit like a conspiracy theorist. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on The Fan. Fan
3: traffic. From the Meisters Bar Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on 270 westbound. After Route 315, it is blocking the right lane in that area. Please be careful as the roads begin to clear. Plan about a five-minute slowdown. Starting report is sponsored by Rumkey Waste and Recycling. New year, new career. Rumkey Waste and Recycling is now hiring new and seasoned CDL drivers age 19 and up. Family owned and operated, Rumkey offers tuition reimbursement, home nightly routes, and a res- recession-resistant career. Applying at RumkeyCareers.com, equal opportunity employer, restrictions apply. I'm the Ray with fan traffic
0: be prepared with a care plan care heating and cooling call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust
2: your undisputed leader in talking about nothing this is man and bone
4: hello
0: happy friday tool of the week friday send us a twitter tool at Man Bone 971 jeff booth must be stopped no he's That's out of a... control
1: What's going on with He's that? out of control. He's probably been going on two hours of sleep and like seven Red Bulls with all the snow, I, in fairness to him. But. He's got... Uh, I know which,
0: which car is his out in the parking lot here. Okay. And I can tell you it has not moved for three days. Oh, I don't doubt it. It's got like stalactite icicles hanging down. It's probably connected to the pavement at this point. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... it's like the fat people where their skin gets grafted onto the fabric of the oh, couch.
5: Oh,
1: Oh no! Have you heard of those people? Yeah, yeah. The where they grow into the couch, yeah, basically. Yeah, ah.
0: they haven't moved for so long; their skin becomes one with the fabric.
1: That's terrifying. I like. I don't well, think I you're going to get there. No, no, no. I thanks for that, by the way. No, I'm saying like, <laughs> appreciate the vote of confidence. Well, I'm,
0: trying, I'm trying to boost you up, buddy.
1: No, thanks. That really helped. No, I just I don't understand people who would say like, ah. It appears my skin is growing into the couch. I better call someone as soon as possible. No, nope, we're just going to let this keep going. We're going to let I don't it think keep you happening know it
0: until it's too late. That's the problem.
1: Yeah, but I mean I'm saying I've sat places for a long time and I'm pretty fat. I don't know how long you have to sit to do that, but that is that is months of sitting there, right? It doesn't just happen over a weekend. No, no. I mean that's oof, that's a problem.
0: Uh, there are pe- and I'm sure there are people in your life too that uh, are conspiracy theorists type of people. Everything that they read or hear, there's always some sort of bigger story to expose. Um, I am not this person. Maybe you are, but I think conspiracy theories are. Much too complicated. People can't keep their mouths shut. And to think that hundreds of people can go along with some sort of plan, thousands of people in some of these cases can go along with some sort of plan to fool us all, I think you're just digging a little bit too far. We have a guy uh, that you and I both know, Mm -hmm. T-Bone, that will always say to me, like, I'm going to send you some literature. (laughs) And it's like, all right. And then I read his crackpot literature that he sends me, and then I go and ask him questions based on the crap that he sends me, and then he gives me his runaround answers, where I said, well, so what is the whole point of this? Power. Whose power? The elite's power. Right. And then what are they going to do with that power? You know, have
1: more power. And it's like, okay, we can just keep doing this all day, I guess. Right. We, yeah, well, I, your point is well taken, that conspiracy theories typically are too complicated to actually appear in real life.
0: Yes, I think sometimes we look for conspiracy theories to excuse away incompetence, where in reality, incompetence is the culprit 99% of the time. Anyway, Brian Flores, who of course is suing the NFL, he is making the media rounds, he was on GetUp, he's doing podcasts. One of them was a podcast for NPR. And here's what he had to say about the, uh, the New York Giants and how they had their decision made up before they even interviewed him. I think there are back-channel conversations and back-channel meetings that are had that oftentimes influence decisions. I think their hiring process, the Giants, is a clear example of that. Bill Belichick is a clear example of that. His resume speaks to that. He said, it was clear to me that the decision was made with his influence, Belichick's influence. That's part of the problem. That needs to change. There needs to be a fair and equal opportunity to interview and showcase your abilities to lead and earn one of those positions i don't have a problem with that last sentence right there but look i guess is there a possibility that for some reason bill belichick who is the head coach of another football team is somehow pulling the strings for the new york giants in their coaching hiring process i guess is that at all likely or does that make sense no it it doesn't to me it sounds like a a guy heard from another guy hey i really like your guy brian he's like oh cool i will text him and then texted the wrong guy i don't think bill belichick is some evil genius somehow running the new york giants
1: well here here's where i will say i don't think that brian flores i don't think he's completely out of left field with this and here's why not that bill belichick said giants Dayball, do it. Click. You know, like I don't think that was happening. But let, the Giants are refuting Flores' timeline, right? They're saying that was not accurate. What? What? Belichick? You know, texting him, saying, "Hey, I'm hearing good things. Sounds like you got the job." And then it's like, "Coach, I don't interview for three days." And he's going, "Oh, wrong guy. Whoops, sorry." Like if that truly happened, could you blame Brian Flores? If Brian Flores is saying he got that text three days ahead of time, can you blame him for saying? Why does Bill Belichick, of all people, know about something between the Bills and the Giants, right? He did not coach either of those teams. No, but Why I would mean, he there's, know? There's so much turnover in these front
0: offices and things like that. I'm sure he got word from someone who he knows in the front office saying, hey, I really like your guy. And he's like, sure. oh, okay. You really like yeah. my guy. I'll text him and say
1: congratulations. And then he texted the wrong guy. Right, but... The, the point is, he's saying, I did get a text days before the job interview saying it was already happening. So what? his point is not Bill Belichick made all this no, occur. We, we say this all the time, though. Do you really think these guys go
0: into the hiring process without knowing who they want to hire? Now, you have to have this person go in and perform well in the interview and sort of prove you right or wrong, but... You don't think they sat down before all of this and said, man, unless he comes in here with no pants, Brian Dayball, that's our guy. I mean, that's just that's just reality. Yeah, that's, every but, team has an idea of who they want to hire before they go through the process.
1: Right. But I think that's also kind of... That's the problem in the NFL, is it not? Like, that... Before they even go through the interviews, they're like, we're getting this guy. This is who we want. We want him over. And, and and a lot of times, that ends up being someone who's not a minority. And so Brian Flores is expressing that frustration of, man, I'm supposed to go for this job interview, and there's zero chance I'm getting it. That's BS. Like They're not even going to look at me. They're not even giving me a chance. Now, on the Bill Belichick side of things, Belichick had information about the Bills and the Giants. If you want to get conspiratorial, I can, I can give you the reason why Bill Belichick gets involved. If you're saying there's no, why would he even want it? Why would right, he care? What's the
0: reason? Go ahead.
1: Who, who coaches in the division with Brian Dayball's old team? That would be Belichick. All right. Belichick coaches defense. Dayball coaches offense. Bill's offense has been pretty good. Like if his getting... offense has been
0: pretty good because they got pretty good players. I don't think Brian Dayball leaving well, all of a sudden makes them.
1: Oh my God, they're they're terrible now. What are we gonna do? All right, but I'm just saying, Bill Belichick, if he gets called and is asked, who would you recommend? I, yeah, I don't think he was like working the phones trying to get him out. Well, of This there. happens all the time, though. Both of those guys were coaches
0: on his staff. They were right. both employed by him. You don't think he gets a phone call saying, "Hey, which one would you hire"? Just like if you got a phone call, you work with two different radio people. Hey, the job's between these two guys. Who do you like better? What are you going to do? Hang up the phone and say, no! (laughs) You decide
1: for yourself! No, but the... Yeah, but you're saying, like, why would Bill Belichick even have anything to say about this? And then saying, and of course he's going to get called and get asked, and he's going to have something to say about it. Like, that's my point. Is that's a different thing. He's
0: he's the puppet master. That's how I read these comments. (laughs) I mean, I
1: read those comments as him saying, Bill Belichick definitely had a guy that he thought was going to be good at it and recommended that guy. This, the whole problem with the hiring in the NFL, Mike is it. I don't even believe honestly, like, well, this is too big of a conversation for now. We can shelve it, but there, the, I don't even believe it's necessarily the giants were racist and didn't hire, you know, Brian Flores. It's that there's so many guys who do what Bill Belichick probably did which is let me tell you about the guy that I want you to hire. It's this guy who looks and sounds a lot like me because 90% of the guys who've coached in the league look and sound like Bill Belichick. Well, not just like him, but you get the point. Like That's the bigger problem is there is that issue where GMs and power brokers in the NFL are all typically one kind of cast from one mold. I I don't disagree with that at
0: all, but that's... That's a, that's a larger issue that should have been addressed over the last 20 to 25 years. It hasn't. I don't know if this will finally do it or if these guys will just find different ways to cover their
1: ass. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I don't I, disagree with I'm that. Saying, I'm saying I think that's the issue, but saying there's back channel conversations. Well, yeah. Wouldn't a team privately texting Bill Belichick and saying, what do you think of these candidates? Who do you like? And him saying, I got to tell you, get Dayball out of Buffalo. He's too good here. We want him coaching in New York if we can or anywhere else. Not, we don't want him coaching against me twice a year. That's that's what he's talking about. That's a back-channel conversation. It doesn't mean he's the puppet master. It's just saying he, he put it out there and said, yeah, this is the guy I think you should hire. And they apparently seem to like that advice. Well, all
0: right. That's fine. So you go into the hiring process with absolutely no idea who you're going to hire, and then you don't call people who know of these people. You don't check. You don't check references. There's none of that. You wouldn't go to a guy like Bill Belichick and say, hey, both of these guys were on your staff. What do you think? Right. And then yeah. he, what opinion would he
1: have given that would have been right? No, I'm not saying he did. Brian Flores is saying there was a back channel conversation that occurred between the Giants and well, Bill yeah, Belichick. Yeah, all right. But that's, did. that's the hiring process. That's yeah, how people and that's, hire for jobs. And that's what Flores is talking about. This networking thing that oftentimes black coaches are not included in. That's his problem. Okay. I thought the problem was there's not enough black coaches. Yeah, cause there's not, cause they're not included in those discussions. That's, that's literally what his issue is, is that when the back channel conversations happen, oftentimes black coaches are pushed out. That's what he's saying. That's lit, I mean, I'm saying, I'm just telling you what his lawsuit is all about. That's, that's the whole case right there. No, I, I know that, but I don't know how you change that. I don't know how that's changed. Well, I mean, the NBA did it. And like I said, it's a longer conversation, but you have to incentivize that in your in your hiring process and it's a longer it's a boring long process unfortunately it's not exciting for sports radio but there are ways to do it because the nba found a way to do it so why can't the nfl jim
0: harbaugh explains himself we'll tell you what he had to say coming up next common man and t-bone on the fan
2: fan traffic
3: from the meister's bar traffic center
5: Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from 270 westbound after Route 315. All lanes have reopened in that area, and we got some ramp restrictions. A crash on the ramp from US 23 to westbound 270. Police are on scene. Please be careful in this area. Striving Airport is sponsored by Domino's. Order carryout online from Domino's, and they're going to tip you three bucks just for picking up your own pizza. Let me repeat that. That's three dollars off for picking up your own pie. Don't twist our arms, Domino's. As for this offer, availability and charges may vary. For complete details, visit carryouttips.com. I'm Leanne Ray with Fan Traffic. Hey.
0: Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust.
2: Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. happy time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. Tool of the
0: Week Friday. Send us a Twitter tweet. Twitter tweet. Twitter tool. At... Man in bow 971. I just had a little stroke there.
4: Uh,
0: Jim Harbaugh opens up to Mitch Album, longtime Detroit media guy. And man, explains, man with weird hair. Yes, weird hair too. Well, he has weird hair to cover up his weird ears
1: and skull yeah, I mean, shape. I, I admit if I had ears that were that way, like he has, he has large ears that stick out quite a bit. Yes. I don't know what you do. Other than either just own it, and then <laughs> you have to... I mean, it's just out there for everyone. Or you try to do what he's doing with a weird haircut. But either way, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's unfortunate for him.
0: I remember many, many years ago, I was uh, hosting... I don't remember who I was hosting with, but I remember I was by myself. I don't know if I was still with Spielman or with Torg or what, but it was before I was hosting with you. It was Ohio State-Michigan week, and the boss at the time had the grand idea to do an hour with Mitch album where we oh. we simulcasted our shows where I was on, you know, his air and he was on my air and we were doing an hour together and it was a train wreck of stupidity. I,
1: I can't even imagine what the, why would anyone want to hear that in either month No, it
0: was stupid because then only one person can lead, right? And, of and course. we decided, not we, someone else decided he would lead. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's going in and out of break as he sees fit with his clocks and not our <laughs> clocks that we're using at the radio station. And all of his outros were, what was the station he was on, Teddy? You remember? He was in Detroit, right? Yeah, was it yeah. WJR and or something? It, it may have been. I can't remember. I forget the station, but every time he'd go to break, he's like, hey, Mitch, album show, WJR, Detroit. And then I would have to stay on and say, no, it's not. You're actually listening to. <laughs> You know
1: <laughs> right my show, is, I'm I've never in I, have, I have never in my life encountered something quite as dumb imagine as that Imagine doing it my friend No right I can't I can't imagine that's that's one of the stupidest things So I'm sure that sucked I'm so sorry anyway, you had to do that So
0: Harbaugh had a phone conversation with Mitch Album after the uh, the Vikings flirting and Mitch wrote a story about it Here's some quotes from Harbaugh In a nutshell I love Michigan I love every player I love every family he said, there was a tugging at me that I was once that close to a Super Bowl and didn't get it. Some NFL jobs came open. I was contacted by the Vikings. For better or for worse, it was something I wanted to explore. I went in thinking, I'm going to have 100% conviction on this, and if they have 100% conviction on this, then it's something I'm going to do. Um, of course, they did not They did not have 100% conviction on Harbaugh. He expected to walk in there on Wednesday and be offered the job right away, and that wasn't the case, I guess, from the Vikings' standpoint. They did not offer him the job, according to reports. Harbaugh would not confirm or deny that, but now he's all in on Michigan again.
1: Yeah, I I mean, that's the only play he's got here, right? I mean, look, he, he, in this article, makes the point, and I understand this is probably somewhat true, He said he, yeah, to his credit, he was open and honest. It sounds like with everyone he dealt with, he claims, and it seems like some of this has been anecdotally backed up by recruits, right? That he was asked, you know, Hey, are you going to the NFL? And he said, well, I'm interested in it, but we'll see, you know, and if he truly walked around there saying, Hey guys, I might be leaving for the NFL. I don't know what to tell you. I just have to give you that heads up. Good for him for at least not, you know, completely lying through his teeth and then trying to then come back and be like, hey, here I am. He says, and and apparently other players say, that he talked to the team and said, I want to come back and I want to be here, but do you guys want to have me back? And they basically said, coach, if we wanted to go to the NFL, you would support us in that. So we all want to get to the NFL. We don't blame you for that. And that that's a little too storybook for me. I can't believe that's everybody in that locker room, but that's the way he's going to try to get through this. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it works. Well, th- the results will show if it works or not, but I would feel extremely icky going back into that situation because I'm the type of person that when I leave my house, if I'm two houses away from my driveway and I've forgotten something, then I just, I don't need it. I don't, I just won't go back. Like I don't like turning back once I've made the decision and I can't imagine deciding to go to the NFL pursuing it like he did, and then having to go back to your old office and be like, actually... No, I can't either. But I'm back to work. You
0: know what? He's a strange bird. He says, uh, I called Ward, Ward Manuel, the AD. I asked him if he wanted me to be the head coach. He said, yes, 100%. I said, okay, then that's what I want to do. And I told him, Ward, this will not be a recurring theme every year. This was a one-time thing. And I, I wonder if this is a one-time thing because, you know, you and I said early in this process when there were rumblings he was going to go to the raiders and then there were some rumors about the bears and then the latest team we heard was the vikings and you know we just assumed because nfl people are stupid too we assumed that he would almost have his pick of jobs his stock is high now he had success in the nfl Teams would be interested in him. I think what Jim Harbaugh learned through this process is maybe they're interested in having a conversation with me, but I expected teams to be falling all over themselves signing me to to a contract, and that wasn't the case at all. I think he knows that going forward. He just doesn't have the chance to be an NFL coach right now.
1: Well, especially after the season he just had. Right, right. if you're not going to get it now, then you're not going to get it. I mean, and, and he, uh, I feel like he had a quote in there about the Super Bowl and how, hey man, the Super Bowl is the greatest thing we can chase and I was so close and I just had a thought of maybe I need to chase that one more time. But you know what else it's fun to win is the national championship. So yeah, on to that. Like you could almost sense it's a guy, I know he's not at this age, but a guy who goes through like a midlife crisis and suddenly realizes I'm probably never gonna own the Ferrari, huh? Like, you—it's know, just that's where he is now. Is like, yeah, I guess, I guess Super Bowl's done for old Jimbo, huh? I'm just gonna be college football guy, and so now he's going back with his okay. Then let's jump into that full steam ahead, and we'll see what his energy level is for that for the next five, ten years. I, I, I remain skeptical. You know, this is someone who also felt pretty burned by how Michigan. You know, treated him. I don't think they treated him poorly. They did what they had to do because he wasn't getting the job done. But we'll see, man. If it's four or five years and they're splitting with Ohio State every other year, he'll be fine. If if it's four or five more years where he doesn't beat Ohio State, I don't see him in that job much beyond that.
0: Another NFL head coaching job has been filled. We'll tell you who and where coming up next. Colin, Man, and T Bone on the Fan.
3: Fan traffic from the Meisters Bar Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. Some ramp restrictions on 270 westbound at U.S. 23. A crash on the ramp from U.S. 23. Police are on scene trying to get things clear, but plan on some heavy slowdowns. You'll also find an accident has cleared from 270 northbound after 670, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Only Ray with fan traffic.
0: Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust.
2: Come for the obesity. Stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone.
0: Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder
1: Motorsports here on the fan. Mike, we have got to give a shout-out to a apparently a guy who listens to our show but also right. someone who had a little moment this past week. Did you see that video at Nationwide? They do those uh, shootouts where they have the junior oh, hockey the players come Did out. The yeah, the kid.
0: The, uh, the crazy 360, it was like the, the puck up on his stick, lacrosse Move. Yeah,
1: lacrosse style goal. Yeah. He, uh, Cooper Denny apparently, uh, he, he got on Sports Center for this. Yeah. He was on Good Morning America. If you haven't seen that goal, go watch it. It's awesome. I'm sure, I'm sure we can tweet it out here, but apparently him and his dad, they both listen to the show. So shout out to Cooper and his dad. Hope you guys are uh, enjoying the, I don't know, the limelight. Maybe they should have him at the All-Star game. Honestly, they got the skills challenge coming up this weekend. Get him out there, man. Let him do that again. That was pretty sweet. I'm all for it.
0: Uh, NFL head coaching gig has been spoken for. The Jags are hiring former Eagles coach Doug Peterson. Of course, he won a Super Bowl. He's going to be their new head coach. We heard earlier that Byron Lefwich apparently pulled his name out of consideration. What a weird story that is. So, you know, I, I said this last offseason that if they weren't going to hire Urban, Lefwich seemed like the logical choice to me. He was the offensive coordinator for the team that you know, won the Super Bowl, he played in Jacksonville, seems very logical to me. I thought the urban thing didn't work out. Now they're definitely going to go for him. And I think they thought that's what they were going to do until Byron Leftwich came in and said, hey, I really want to be the head coach of your team, but I don't really want to work with Trent Balky, who's your GM, so if you want me to coach, I don't want to coach with him. And for a while, it seemed like they were going to fire Trent Balky and bring somebody else in, that has not happened. So Byron Leftwich said, and I, I don't have a problem with this. He's probably thinking in his head, look, I got a pretty good situation in Tampa Bay. My head coach is in his 60s. I don't know how long he's going to be around. I could maybe move into that job. Why do I want to go and work with a guy in Trent Baalke that I do not like or respect just so I can get my first head coaching job? It's
1: not worth it to me. And I understand that thought process. I really do. Yeah, I, I do too. And what's weird is this because apparently, and I forget who it was. I want to say Leftwich had a guy. From it was the Cardinals, Cardinals guy, front I office. I forget right? his name. That he said if because a lot of these coaches, right? They've done that, and sometimes it's the other way. Where the GM says, "If you hire me, I'm going to get this coach," and sometimes it's the coach saying, "If you hire me, I want this guy to come too." Well, Urban did that. I right? Mean, they they yeah. hired Urban first, then he brought in Trent Baalke, which. <laughs> Trent Bauke's record as an executive since twenty fifteen is ten and fifty three. It's it's brutal. I don't know why, again, why that guy keeps getting jobs. But here's the other thing. Apparently Doug Peterson is rumored to not want to work with Trent Balkie either. <laughs> because well, no, because the, the the hot rumor has been that Rick Spielman is probably gonna be given a position. Over everything and just reporting to Shad Khan. Yeah, I don't. So then Trent. that's like, we're not going to fire Trent Baalke, but we're basically going to neuter him. And then if he's there or not, it doesn't matter because then that's basically Doug Peterson and Rick Spielman running the show. Why are you
0: keeping him at that point,
1: though? Makes well, no sense. Just why, fire him. Right. Why are you keeping him? But also, like, they have really seemingly wanted Byron Leftwich to coach that team the last couple years and then, yeah, of course, you can get Urban, and there was this, well, we got to go for the yeah, guy and I, that... Look, it didn't work never, out, but I understand the thought at process. At the time, it was like a he was the hot commodity, if you can get him yeah. and all that, fine. But this time around, you 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 could easily see them saying, all right, well, we understand our mistake now, and we're going to, woof, we stepped in it. So here we go. We are going to do whatever it takes to make sure Byron Leftwich wants to come here. And then he's like, well, then fire the idiot that Urban hired, and it's like, oh, hang on now. <laughs> like, that's your hang-up? I can't understand why did they not want to do that. I It it doesn't make any sense to me, man. I know that it's, it's a little weird for a guy who's never been a head coach in the league to say, I want this guy to come with me as the GM, but it's like Bill Parcells said back in the day, if you want me to make the meal, let me shop for the groceries, or at least let me, in this case, to modify that, let me bring in a guy who I trust to shop for the groceries. I just... I don't understand why they would do that in one sense for Doug Peterson and not do it for Byron Leftwich. So let's analyze this
0: uh this hire. Doug Peterson of course, you know, won the Super Bowl. He's always going to have that. You can look at him and say, well, he's an he's an offensive guy. They need somebody to develop Trevor Lawrence. He did develop Carson Wentz and then destroyed Carson Wentz. Now I don't know if that was all Doug Peterson or You know, because I know the communication broke down between the two. If Carson Wentz was just destined to be what he ultimately became, whether it was Doug Peterson or somebody else, I have no idea. But clearly, they are hiring Peterson because they feel like he's the best guy for Trevor Lawrence. My question to you is, will he turn out to be the best guy for Trevor Lawrence?
1: I, I have my severe questions about that because, no, like you said, we can talk about Super Bowl is the Super Bowl and you can't take that away. You can also question if that was a hundred percent his doing and if that Eagles roster wouldn't have found a way to get there. Look, he had in the, in the Super Bowl, the moment we all know about, right? The Philly special thing yeah. that they ran where he trusted his quarterback to come in and say his backup quarterback to say, all right, you want to run that? Let's do it. F it. Let's run it. Okay. And so they did. So he, that's a coaching thing to trust your guy, but does that mean he is just, Getting the same credibility that maybe I—I I don't know—like Bill Cower would have gotten back in the day if he would have been hired for a job. I feel like that's a little bit different, right? So, my question with Doug Peterson is, developing quarterbacks—that—that—that that, that is the number one thing you have to do, and that was part of why it didn't really work out in Philadelphia, right? I mean, yeah, that was kind of the just, end.
0: It wasn't just that. Oh, Carson Wentz, you know, wasn't as good on the football field. They The communication broke down completely between the two of them. They had no relationship whatsoever.
1: So I don't know why you'd want to go give that guy and and say, well, that won't happen here. How do you know that won't happen here? Why would you want to risk that, especially where you've already put this guy that you've built your franchise around or you're attempting to build your franchise around, you already put it at risk with Urban, and now you're going to do it again? Uh, It makes no sense to me. I'll say this, though. It was almost four years to the day that that play was called in the Super Bowl. It is incredible to me if you told me that when that happened, the next day, if you said four years from now, you're going to have serious doubts about the head coach of this football team at another place where he's already been fired, I would have said, get the hell out of here. I would would have thought Doug Peterson was there for life. And uh, no, apparently not.
0: So there's only three jobs open now. The Dolphins are open, the Saints are open, and the Texans are open now with the Jags being filled. The Washington Commanders are awesome. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
3: Fan traffic. From the Meisters Bar Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier crash has cleared from the ramp from US 23 to Westbound 270. All lanes have reopened in that area, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Plan on some residual backups over here. striving traffic report is sponsored by Rumpke Waste and Recycling. New year, new career. Rumpke Waste and Recycling is now hiring new and seasoned CDL drivers age 19 and up. Family owned and operated, Rumpke offers tuition reimbursement, home nightly routes, and a recession resistant career. Apply now at RumpkeCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. And Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
0: The podcast is brought to you by our friends, K-
2: Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh yes. This this is common man and T-Bone. The generate
0: T-Bone is coming up at 448. Tool of the week at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone971. We are so glad you're here. Hope you're enjoying your time in the house. Or if you're working today, you're warm and safe. See, I care. That is nice. You don't It's care. good that you're,
1: it's good that, what do you
0: mean I, I don't, don't care. care? You just told me during the break, you hope all our listeners die. <laughs> is that what I said? They crap out their <laughs> intestines. <laughs> Sounds like a thing you would say, honestly. Yeah, I don't think is. I would have said that. You it know? is. Hey, Not the Washington Commanders have been uh, panned by pretty much everybody. Their fan base hates this. You know, just rando people who were looking for a cool name and a cool logo. They hate the rebrand. You know who doesn't hate it? marketing people let me tell you something and i say this and i will disclose to you that my wife owns and operates her own marketing and pr agency marketing people are stupid i was reading a piece on a website called the are you familiar
1: okay. with this i've never heard
0: of the and drum. you shouldn't com. because it is a website strictly for marketing professionals to exchange ideas and talk about this ad campaign or that ad campaign and how it works or how it doesn't work. We see all the time, whether it's the Columbus crew with a tone-deaf logo that nobody seems to understand, but I'm sure highly paid marketing people said, yes, this is how to relate to your fans.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: You know, They take a victory lap about how wonderful the design is, even though it does not relate to anybody it's supposed to relate with. Here's the piece from TheDrum.com on the Washington Commanders and their rebrand. I'm going to read you a little selection. The Washington, Washington football team finally announced their much-anticipated new name, the Washington Commanders. And from a professional naming perspective, they got this right. Starting with the name, they landed on a strong one. The word itself is powerful and literally means one who commands. It's also gender neutral and culturally neutral, both ideal attributes given the team's culturally insensitive prior name. The name also anchors the team to its hometown of Washington, D.C. For example, George Washington, for whom D.C. is named, was the commander of the Continental Army during the Revolutionary War and later served as our nation's first commander-in-chief. The term commander also implicates D.C. as the command center of the country while carrying military-inspired tones suggesting
1: the Pentagon. How are you reading this and your eyeballs are not just exploding? Oh, well, I,
0: I read this all before, and oh. blood was shooting from
1: my eyes. It's, this is so One awful. more thing,
0: one more thing. Most importantly, the new name ter- turns each player into a commander, taking control of the field, dominating their opponents, and playing to win. The name Commanders sets the brand up to succeed people this these people are who these teams are hiring to -hmm. come up with this stuff right they put together this gobbledygook and they sell it to equally stupid executives and who work for these teams and this is how we get these names you wonder what the thought process is how do they get to commanders there you go there's the thought process from
1: a professional in the industry Mike, I can refute all of this by just asking you, and I don't even know what you're gonna say. Where this is like Penn and Teller. We're gonna just have a little magic all trick right, go here. Go ahead. Name the most iconic brands in sports, in pro sports today. Name the first thing that comes to your head when I say most well-known NFL brand you can think of. NFL go. brand? Yeah. Cowboys. Cow- Cowboys? That's not gender neutral. And are cowboys even really as good as we thought? Because a lot of that was lore. It's not really what they do. And who wants to be a ranch hand anyway? That doesn't set you up for success. All right. Well, let's, let's move on from there. What's one of the biggest? basketball teams you can think of. Mike, is brand of basketball that you can think of. Well, whose team that comes to mind instantly? Yeah, I don't know. Lakers, Celtics, Lakers, Knicks. Lakers? There aren't even the Lakers. There aren't even lakes in Los Angeles. What are we talking about? Why would they name it something that nobody in their fan base could possibly relate to There's just the dumbest thing. They they took that from Minnesota when they were the Minneapolis Lakers. They moved. They never changed the name. That is not tied into their community. Nobody really knows what a Laker is. It's very vague and it doesn't make any sense. What a horrible name! Baseball. Can you name a big brand of anybody in baseball? I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Yankees team. Yankees. That's Confederates versus the Yankees, South versus North. That's invoking strife and not unity. That's terrible branding. Why would anyone want their team names to be the Dallas Cowboys, the Los Angeles Lakers, the New York Yankees? God, that's, that's what they would say if they were presented with all those teams. Yes, names, it's, don't you think? it's almost,
0: it's almost like building a legendary franchise with history, um, and respect has to do with, putting a product on the field that people want to see, having strong ownership that people respect, or right, in the case right. of the Columbus Blue Jackets, pretending to do all those things and making tribute videos. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help right. myself.
1: Well, but, you know, that's, that's the thing with this commander's idea is I, I, respect, brand, I respect this in life. This is not just a marketing branding thing. This is just in life. If you can look at what you do for a living and you can laugh at certain aspects of any part of your business, then I think we'll get along okay, right? If you're a person who can watch The Simpsons or any shows that parody society, and when they come around to something you're a fan of, you can't laugh at the thing they're kind of making fun of, even if it stings a little bit. Then I don't think I would get along. I can tell the person who wrote this article is someone who never laughs at anything about their own profession. Because if you can't admit that the Commanders is a dumb name. No, man. Then they then think you... this is awesome. Well, because then they don't truly understand Let me what read you one more part marketing of this. and branding no, is. No, they do. That's their job.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. That's their job. Okay. Perhaps the most important part of any rename or brand is the launch. A botched launch can ruin a great name. In this case, the Washington Commanders nailed it. Choosing to announce on a widely popular, friendly outlet like Today was wise as well as the program reaches a diverse audience beyond sports fans and thereby amplifies the message. Oh,
1: God, yes. yeah. Well, you know what it is, man. You're Right? Because they definitely didn't botch it by having all the signage up in there. This person who wrote this doesn't even know. No, this person that it has no got idea. To all of the world of sports ahead of time, and everyone was saying, "Oh God, this is terrible." No. and look how dumb they are. They
0: have no idea that the first choice for their name was not available to them because of trademark issues <laughs> that they say they could they not resolve. they came up with. Right. Yes. No, they, this person who wrote this article is totally oblivious to all of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, but this this is what I'm talking about. If you can't laugh at yourself, if you can't look at yourself and say, this is all a little bit ridiculous, isn't it? And if you can't admit... That brands like Nike got the job done when they didn't. Why did Nike get the job done, Mike? Is it was, be- is it because people instantly heard the word Nike and were like, I know what that means. No, it's because somewhere along the line, someone said, Nike, just do it. Oh, and the guy who's just doing it is the best player in the NBA. And he wears our shoes. Oh, and David Stern banned these shoes out of nowhere. So now you really want to get these banned super secret weapons that Michael Jordan's not allowed to put on his feet. Those are all things you can't control. But those all made Nike an immense brand. This notion that you've got to have a name that's strong and evokes power. No. What the hell does Amazon even mean? When you heard Amazon is a place you go to buy books, did you go, ah, yes, that's what I think of when I think of the rainforest, or when I think of a river, that's what I think of is books. No, but Amazon built a brand because they gave you good customer service and all those other things. I just, this is the dumbest, that's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard, that the commander's name launch was a good idea. Nailed it. So when you're asking yourself,
0: uh, how do we get this terrible crew logo, how do we get legends and leaders? How do we get a Big Ten logo that looks like it was made with click, click art or clip art <laughs> on a tandy computer? This yeah. is how. Because look, this is, I'll give you this guy's name. This guy's name is Aaron Hall, Group Director of Naming at Siegel and Gale, which is an advertising <laughs> and marketing agency.
1: I and he, be, he loves I this be, entire thing. I want to be the Group Director of Naming. At any, I want to be in charge of just where all I do is sit around today and think of names for things. Yes, that's right. And I don't have to actually implement it or do anything else. I can just say, here's the name. And then like someone else has to go make the brand of thing. What a gig to have, Aaron Hall. Congratulations for you. You that's- know,
0: these, these teams just screwed up so badly because, you know, they don't, they, they think it's amateur hour to involve their customers and fans in the process. You know, they, they're behind closed doors and they say, all right, we're going to, how do we dazzle them? We got to dazzle them. We got to keep it secret. We can't let them know about it because they're just the mouth breathers. They can't possibly know what's good branding. They don't know what they're going to like. Instead of just in this case, the Washington football team putting a bunch of names out there, which they did and they asked people what they liked. But instead of being transparent with that and saying, Hey, uh, most of you liked this name. So, this is the name we 're going to go with you can't have that. There has to be this cloak of secrecy yeah, instead it's... of instead of embracing the the uniforms that people have actually grown to enjoy with this Washington football team with the simplicity and the numbers on the helmet. Oh, well, we can't have that. We got to have some nouveau
1: w to put on there. It makes well, no sense to me right the 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 logo is dumb cuz it's not even if Commanders is so important then why is your logo a W? Oh cuz the W signifies a win? Is that what we're going no, it's for? Washington. No, I know that, but I'm saying like your their whole point here is that Commanders is what people rally around and then so Commanders they didn't even come up with a logo for Commanders cuz they yes, don't believe in right. it. You're they right. went with a W to say Washington is our brand, but we are the Commanders. And this guy is like high five, great job. He I, I don't I don't even know how you could do marketing and think that was a good idea. They announced it on the Today Show.
0: (laughs) That's right. It has a wide-ranging... Because I'm sure there are a lot of people who never watched football, or they were fans of other teams, and they're like, this branding is so good. Mm -hmm. I'm no longer a Chicago Bears fan. I am now a fan (laughs) of the Washington Commanders. I
1: hate football, but I saw this brand and said, ooh, tell me more about what a gridiron is. I'm listening. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chad Johnson
0: is the new head coach of breakfast. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
3: Fan traffic. From the Meisters Bar Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. Watch out for a vehicle fire on 670 eastbound at International Gateway. That's Cassidy. There is an earlier vehicle fire leaving only the left lane open. Traffic is stop and go in this area and still continues to build. Please be very careful as things continue to clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware West Jefferson. Now hiring. Are you looking for steady work and great benefits? Get your career on track with Ace Hardware. Now hiring CDL truck drivers with a $10,000 sign-in bonus in West Jefferson. That's right, a $10,000 sign-in bonus. Apply now at AceHardware.com. That's AceHardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
0: Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust.
2: Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man in Bone.
0: My wife has picked up another little annoying habit. Oh, what's that? And look, I have plenty of annoying habits, but she doesn't have a radio show. I do, so... Sure. I'm airing my grievances here, but the thing that she's done forever, which always aggravates me, is I have a tendency at night to fall asleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. And I'm sleeping soundly, and what she will then do is shake me and
4: say, wake up, it's time to go to sleep,
0: <laughs> so that I will <laughs> come upstairs and go to sleep, which is, you know, if she wanted me to do stuff to her, I got to under- her, understand her <laughs> saying this none of that is going to occur. Mm-hmm. She just wants me to move from my sleeping location to go someplace else to sleep. And that drives me crazy. The new thing that she's doing is,
4: Take off your clothes! I'm doing laundry! Oh, but I'm, just... I'm,
0: I'm wearing these clothes. Right. I have no intention of changing these clothes.
4: I got room in the
0: washer! Well, That's, <laughs> that's wonderful. I'm glad you have so much room in the washer. But I don't want to take off these clothes and put on new clothes. These are fine. So on
1: laundry day, is everyone just walking around naked at your
0: house? I, like, I don't what's know happening? what her ideal vision is. I, and the other thing, too, which drives me nuts, she has cl- a closet full of clothes, huge closet full of clothes, 90 million shirts. She wears the same three shirts over and over again. <laughs> she does laundry every other day. I say all the time, why you do laundry so much?
4: Well, somebody's got to do it.
0: But I have plenty of clothes. You could do laundry once a week for me, once every 10 days for me, and I'll be perfectly fine. With the amount of clothes that you have, you could go a while without doing a wash of the laundry. But she does laundry all the time because she wears the same three shirts all the time. Interesting.
1: Yeah, these are, She's for those a psychopath. of you, for people who are, like, not married or maybe you're engaged or you're thinking about getting married, like, just know th- these are minor issues for sure, but they're issues that happen uh often yes, every day or every other day for a while, and then you're married to someone for 15, 20 years, and you start to just pile up the residual dislike of that particular thing. So that's all it is. I, I do get the laundry struggle, though, because, like, I always feel like, because I do my laundry, Melissa handles, like, everyone else in the house, so I just yeah, take you've, my... Yeah, you've told me that. That's just always my, been a thing that you've done, right? I just take, yeah, I just take myself out. Well, we we started that way, too, when we got married, because I was like, look, I, I don't, because I don't need my stuff washed as often, because I'm like you. I have, like, enough clothes to last me a week or 10 days, so I'll just wear through all those, and then, yeah, if I don't... Get to laundry on that day, then you know, going to have to make something happen. But yeah, I I do it like that. She's a little more. I want to get it more regular, so leave it alone. But I I struggle with when I have like the clothes I have on. It's like I have literally washed everything that I own. I have every piece of clothing is clean, except for the shirt and shorts and underwear that I'm wearing in the house. Then I get like, what do I do now? Because as soon as I have to change out of that, I'm going to be back to having dirty clothes again. And I don't know why that's such a mental block. Like, who cares? You have a hamper with, like, three items in it. That's a good thing. It's not bad. I got to rip my clothes off so she can wash them, even though they're not dirty. You should start washing your clothes, and then you don't have that problem. You'd be like, no, I'm good. I got it. I'll take care of mine. Now,
0: we set clear lines when we first got together. These are your jobs. These are my jobs. Oh, that's good. She's a
1: laundry lady. Laundry. She's, well, la- right. she's
0: laundry dictator is what she is.
1: <laughs> but in fairness, you you are Mister Cook around the house. I am Mister Cook, and by you the way, it's not this has nothing to do with gender. All right, there no, is nothing to do not. with gender. Where it's like laundry is a
0: woman's job. I am not saying that. I do all the cooking in the house. We we split cleaning duties. We do all of that crap. But there are certain things, and this was brought to a head not too long ago. Where I wasn't, I wasn't feeling well. I was driving the car. We were all in the car, but I wasn't feeling well. I had a cold. And we pull up to get gas. And I, I said to her, I said, you know what? I'm just not feeling good. Could you get out and pump the gas this time? Which I've never asked her to do in sure. 15 yeah. years of marriage. And she says,
4: not my job, your job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. Wow. All right. Wow. So I go out there and I'm hawking and wheezing. and But I filled up the gas because that's my job.
1: Yeah. I know that uh, my... My wife's parents, like many years ago when she lived at home, there would be a thing where her dad would sometimes note that he'd get in uh, her mom's car and it would be like, not on E, like breaking the needle off past E. Yeah, And he would say, what's going on? And she'd say, well, you didn't fill up my gas tank, so that's your fault. And And it was like. Cause he was, he had made it a thing where he would say, I will, you know, every other few days, I will go and fill the gas tanks up in both cars. He filled it up that he drove to work, but he would take hers out and fill it up and wash the windshield off. And so it's like, but she would literally drive it until it was like out of gas if it wasn't filled up. We've had fights in the house.
0: And you're, you're right. It's the, it's the dumb things that just tally up over time. We've had fights in the house because I'll look at her and say, when you're out, Can you just go to the car wash and wash the car?
4: Not my job. Your job.
0: You're driving your car. Right? I'm not talking about get out with a sponge and a hose. I'm saying drive through the automatic car wash. That's all I'm asking you to do. And she can't that's, even do that's that. Not,
1: that's not. an. I, I mean, it, it doesn't seem like a hard request. You're not saying, like, I take it to the self-wash no! where you get out and spray no, and do all I, that.
0: I bought her one of these monthly passes for a car wash. Just drive right through. And she still will not do it. She refuses to do it.
1: Yeah, that's 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 <laughs> I don't understand why that would be. I've, I, I, I love I don't going understand to stand. Why? To And when you have kids, I mean, I don't know if you can hear, but one of ours is losing their mind right now. Our two year old is having a two year old moment, but it's like my wife and I fight over who gets to leave. Like, we're (laughs) like, please let me out of here. We try to get out. It's like today, actually, when I said the kids were shoveling, guess who else shoveled? Melissa. Because I said, well, honey, I will go out and shovel the driveway. And she goes, please watch the two year old for an hour. I need to get out of here. And then she grabbed the shovel and was like, I'll see you later, and went outside. And I think she shoveled like three people's driveways she, in our she neighborhood. She's outside. like, I, don't, I need to not be around this two-year-old for half a second, and I totally get it. That's that's the like, once you're around the kids and they're doing that all the time, sometimes you just need to get out.
0: Former Bengal wide receiver Chad Johnson is in Las Vegas for the Pro Bowl, and he went on social media, tweeted at all the Pro Bowl players, and said, hey, meet me at IHOP for breakfast. I'm buying okay right so So
1: that's that's an interesting way to do that he showed up at ihop
0: and nobody else did and he sat in a booth by himself people were there of course taking pictures of him sitting in the booth by himself and he had breakfast he said uh he described the situation as funny but also sad yes it is sad if you can see that it's very sad In a follow-up tweet, he claimed the Pro Bowlers didn't join him at IHOP because they said it was too early. But he said they woke up for team meetings for six months during the season but won't wake up for me and free pancakes. First of all, all these guys have millions of dollars. They can buy their own damn pancakes. They're not just going to show up at a restaurant because some washed-up has-been tweets at them. What the hell are we talking about
1: here? Yeah, I, I really didn't understand that logic. It's like, you know the hotels they're staying at? I bet they can also phone down and say bring me the best pancakes that have ever been made and they'll be like right away yeah, sir. can you sprinkle and,
0: some gold leaf on my
1: pancakes yeah, and they'll they'll bring them right up to your room because I'm sure they're not staying at like a you know a budget in or something you know they're they're finding ways to get the room service if they want it i I that all said if I got tweeted at by Chad Johnson who I've never met and I don't I mean he's you know whatever he didn't play for my team I didn't necessarily root for him if he said meet me at ihop I'm getting pancakes I'm there in a second. Like right, I But would you're go, also not a Pro Bowl that's, player. That's what I'm... They're right. I'm saying I'm not a millionaire athlete with a million obligations that all the guys that go to the Pro Bowl have to do. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably not meeting him for breakfast if I'm one of those guys. But tweet at me chad johnson i'll hop a flight and go meet you for pancakes let's go let's do it
0: winter olympics opening ceremony today we will discuss it coming up next common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic
3: from the meisters bar
5: traffic center Good afternoon. Watch out for a vehicle fire on 670 eastbound at International Gateway. It is blocking the right side in that area. The lanes have reopened, but traffic is still stop and go as it recovers. Please be very careful over here. You might want to avoid it if possible. Struvica to is sponsored by AutoZone. Starting Stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. I'm the NRA with fan traffic.
2: highly medicated barely educated this is common man and t-bone
0: subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already good at wherever you get your audio search common man and t-bone whether it's uh google apple spotify whatever we're there subscribe we've got the weekend show coming up tomorrow that'll be in your feed and Teddy is little dropping little uh, flashback nuggets into the feed as well. Which, what was the one you put in there the other day? The other day I did put one in there. You don't <laughs> remember what it is, do you?
6: <laughs> now I was talking. I think it was the one you were talking about the, your snowblower. Snowblower from like four years ago. That's what it was. Oh, okay, and it was the gas one. Yes. So you had complaints about the, the gas one, and now it's the electric one. You have complaints. I don't have about. complaints so about the electric you, one. We just recycle. You said it. Didn't,
1: you said it doesn't uh at the power. Yeah. It doesn't have the power of moving. Well that yeah. is true.
0: Yes. It doesn't. Yeah. Well it, see. That's a complaint. I have to push it myself. I don't get any assist. Yeah. It's tough. I don't know how you do it. Tough life. I know. Anyway, stuff like that drops in the podcast feed all the time. Check it out. Yeah, and Sunday there'll be another one in
6: there. And Ooh. it's we talk about the dip at nationwide. Yeah. yeah and oh that. Yeah. It's sort of the origination of dip. They do have
0: yep. the most delicious, like French onion dip for potato chips.
1: Yeah, at Nationwide, they're like house chips that they make. It's delicious. In, yeah, and and you said for a long time
0: you you mocked me, and said they buy it someplace. I said no, that's a homemade dip. Yep. Yeah, and and, and it was confirmed by the chef at Nationwide. He said I make it homemade.
1: It's fresh. Well, I, yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised to learn that because I wouldn't blame you know. A giant arena for saying, "Oh yeah, the dip we Diep? put with our little chips that we serve you." Yeah, we just get that from a food service no. place. And they are look, good man, for them. that is
0: a first-class organization. They make tribute videos and they make homemade dip. That's what they're. You know what? Put a banner up in the rafters for that. That just says "dip."
1: They win one playoff series in twenty years, and they make homemade dip. Make homemade dip. You know, maybe they should be a restaurant instead of a hockey team. (laughs) They do have good food there. Yes, the food is excellent there. That's what I'm saying. Maybe that would be better.
0: Winter Olympics opening ceremonies took place today. Of course, you can watch it on your television tonight. It was on this morning as well on NBC. I watched a little bit of it this morning. I was particularly amused by the uh, Chinese head of the games. I forget his name, but he was giving his little speech. And Yeah, I'm reading the... I'm reading the uh, what do you call it words on the screen. What do you
1: call that? The like the captions? Or yeah, the, the
0: captions. But the translation is what I was oh translation going okay. for translation right. on the screen because yeah. obviously I do not speak Chinese. Breaking news. Okay. But uh, according to the translation on the screen, screen he was touting how the Olympics were green and inclusive, which I chuckled at a little bit. And then he introduced the head of the IOC who had. Money falling out of his pockets while he was up there talking to the people. It was fine. It's what you would expect for an opening ceremony. A lot of, you know, interpretive dance and emotional mood lighting and crap like that. If you like that sort of thing, it will be on your television later
1: tonight. Tape delayed. It is so inclusive. They are going to include everyone's cell phone data That's and right. laptop data. I sent you right up for that yeah, one. Yeah, it's it's very inclusive. I'm sure the I'm sure the Uyghur population is very well represented. Don't look that up though. You're not allowed to talk about that if you're at the Olympics, I guess. But uh, I did watch some
0: Olympics last night because they had events last night too, and I don't uh, I don't know what it's called. But it's, I call it my knees hurt skiing. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, where where they, going they down they go little over little the Tiny bumps. hills all the time, little what bumps. Is, I know what I that's like called. like Hepburn. is like, ah, 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 ah.
1: <laughs> the, the moguls? Is moguls. that what it's called? Moguls? Yeah, it's moguls. It's not, because I was going to say slalom, but that's just, like, that's just skiing. My yeah, knees right. hurt watching them. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. And then they do it's a little, f- they
0: do a little flipsy. They do a flipsies. Oh, they do those? Yeah, they, they do a little, uh, you know, the knees hurt. And then mm-hmm. they have, like, yeah. these little flipsies that they do.
1: Looks very hard. Yeah, I'm always fascinated by... You know, remember when we were watching the... Was that the Big Ten Championship game, I want to say? Ohio State was in a few years ago where they had to, like, sew up the field. Remember the guy had to come out and, like, fill up the field oh, at that's the goal right. line? I forgot remember all that? about that. Yeah. Well, and you see, like, random things sometimes happen where there's a mishap with turf or the grass or whatever, like, at a... At a Baseball game or, or stuff like that does occasionally happen. They have facility issues like that, right? And then you look at those individualized little bumps they have to ski over. How do, how do they not, like, there's a million of them and they all have to, I assume, be some level of uniform size, right?
0: And is it real snow under there? Is it like artificial stuff that they cover with snow?
1: Well, then how do, and again, I'm sure someone who's done this could answer it very easily, but I have no insight to your sport, so I apologize. How is it that, like, all right, someone goes down and then does the next person go down the same path? And does it get smoother? Or do they all, do you have to, like, no, you don't want to go down the same path as someone else. You got to find a different path. Like, I don't, I just, I'm fascinated by what it would take to get the course ready for some of these events. You know what I mean? It's, it's just got to be an immense undertaking to do that. I've, you know, I forget every single time one of these Olympics
0: comes around but we watch things we don't normally watch but what I'm always impressed with are the expert announcers that they have for each individual sport right we, yeah. we talk about it with with diving where you and I watch them and it's like oh that was a pretty good dive because our judge of a pretty good dive is you didn't crack
1: your head on the board and dive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you did your well, little flip season. You made it in the water.
1: Yeah, and also if you like did something acrobatic in the air, I could see that. Yeah, too. you
0: made it to the water, but then you hear yeah. the announcer is like, "Oh, what a disaster! They must be so disappointed."
1: It's like, "Well, what happened? I missed it." He's in the water. He made it. Yeah, right. I and, and they go and there, there barely is a splash when they go in. Right. It was the same thing with the the knee
0: skiing last night where I'm watching. It looked like all right. And it's, oh no, no. That wasn't good right there.
1: It's like, oh, okay. I'm sure it wasn't. But why? Yeah, I don't. It's so weird. I'm now like... Now you've got me looking at mogul skiing. Like, I'm watching that someone That is what it's called, right? Yeah. I'm looking at someone who has... It's a, video, a YouTube video of, like, understanding advanced mogul skiing techniques. And this person is not... They're not at the Olympics. They're just at a, like... At a, you know, some ski resort, right? And I'm looking at these hills, and I'm still fascinated. Like, are the hills under... The, Is this is this the way the grass is underneath? Or do you have to build each of these snow mounds up? I have so many questions. I don't understand it. But Teddy probably knows this from watching NASCAR. NASCAR can't get like, if the track is too hot or too cold or too anything, they're like, oh, the race is going to suck this weekend. Not good enough. But then you have the moguls. They're just like, oh, yeah, we have a billion snow hills. They're all different sizes. We make it work. I don't understand how their sport works. I truly don't. And then
0: last night, too, they had like a cross promotional video with the Winter Olympics. And I guess there's a new Jurassic Park movie coming out. And so I tune in and I see like Sean White there and the music is playing. like, And I'm like, what the hell is this? And then T-Rex comes out of the woods and he's like looking at T-Rex and they have this moment together. And I'm like, what the hell am I watching here? What is
1: this? I tuned in for knee skiing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why we have to. Do do, do they honestly think I'm going to be more likely to watch the new Jurassic Park because I saw a video with Sean White like either you're in for that or not. I guess you're trying to raise awareness and Well,
0: you know what it did cuz I had no idea they had a new Jurassic Park movie coming out, but now okay. I do cuz I saw
1: the cross promotion. But you could also just do that with a commercial that says New Jurassic Park movie. No, that wouldn't be good. It was
0: Sean nope. White. They had some other athletes in there too just like gazing at the dinosaurs.
1: Yeah, I uh, all right, that's fine. By the way, like I I am I am almost done with Jurassic Park movies. I hate to say that cuz I thoroughly used to enjoy them but I, how many do we have now 17 like i'm i'm about done with
0: well them. we have 17 but we eliminated a few of them oh right yeah, remember there was because they did a that, few that thing that like count.
1: hey new jurassic park but we're gonna pretend like the other three we just had didn't exist did, are the chris pratt ones the one they're pretending don't exist or no is that, i think we i think those new, exist okay that's the ones that are pretending the old ones don't exist yeah i think right. so okay gotcha yeah. anyway what were we talking about olympics uh knee skiing All right. I believe is where we left off. Degenerate
0: T-Bone is coming up next. Common man and T Bone on the fan.
2: Fan traffic.
5: From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns on 270 northbound after Hamilton Road. There's an accident in that area causing some backups. Please be careful as things continue to clear about a 10 to 15 minute delay in the meantime. Stravig Report is sponsored by Audible. Make this the winter of you with Audible. Listen to the best of what you love from comedy to wellness to the latest bestsellers. Find it all at Audible with audiobooks, exclusive originals and popular podcasts. Start listening free when you sign up at audible.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
0: As I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you
2: can trust. Filthy mouths, bad attitudes, and ugly haircuts.
3: It's called cabbage.
2: This is Common Man and T-Bone. Before
0: we get to uh, degenerate T-Bone, did you see this post about Paul Rhodes? Yeah, right? So I saw this on 11 Warriors. Paul Rhodes, former head coach at Iowa State. He's been a defensive uh, coach in college football for a long, long time. He was working last year as a defensive analyst on the Ohio State staff. It was announced that he's not going to be returning to the staff in 2022. And how do we know this? Because Gulf Shores High School Football tweeted this out. Saying that he is joining their program as its new defensive coordinator. So he's going to be a defensive coordinator for a high school team. Their tweet, right. their tweet yeah. also listed all the jobs that he's had. I'd also like to point out that this high school football Twitter spelled Pittsburgh
1: wrong, but whatever. Let him live on that. <laughs> That's a tough hey man, one. They're not there to play school. Come no, on, no, they're no, here to a, play football. That's
0: a tough one, but uh, I, I don't care how high profile this high school is. It seems like an odd career choice, doesn't it?
1: Well, and I don't know anything about Gulf Shores high school football. This is Gulf Shores, Alabama. There, I looked up their Twitter. They have uh, six hundred and seventy followers. So, all it, right, it doesn't. It's not. I mean, maybe they are like a high powered offense or this huge program but maybe it's just that's where he wants to live and so he was like yeah I'll, I'll help the football team out but there I mean their entire Twitter page is like new defensive coordinator coming soon and they've like, they' like they they've got 10 posts about this on their Twitter handle I mean they are making a huge deal out of this all right if I were him I would be like hey can we just not Make a big deal. I mean, I'm just here to help. Like I'm, not, I don't really need this for the ego boost. I coached in college football for 20 years. Like I'm good.
0: Well, he's coming to a high school near you. I don't know if it's near you. Probably not. Probably not. Degenerate T-bone. Let's do
2: it. Common man in T-bones. Degenerate T-bone.
3: Generate T-Bone. T-Bone's picks for the weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Bringing care closer to you with more hospitals and care sites in more places.
1: Bone. Well, man, since we were talking Olympics, I thought I would throw in a little bit of what is happening as far as the overall gold medal count. The favorites, if you want to go place a bet on who's going to get the most gold medals, in the Winter Olympics, right now, Norway is the runaway leader at minus four thirty. Norway dominates the winter. Norway is—it's their thing. The Vikings can't, can't blame them for that. Uh, Germany plus three eighty. Russia OC because remember they can't actually participate. Russia can't, so it's just their yeah, Olympic what a punishment committee or whatever they're calling it. That's that group is plus two forty. Canada then at plus fourteen hundred. And the United States getting disrespect. U.S. is at plus 1,800, 18-to-1 1 odds. If you want them, they're there. The Netherlands at 36-to-1. China is at 19-to-1. Uh, and then all other countries are at basically 100-to-1 to lead the gold medal count. So Norway, Germany, and OC Russia, which seems like it would not be as good as the OC television show. Those are your three favorites. And then just for you, Mike, Men's Moguls tomorrow. Who was in the OC? Was that... Uh... Now I just no, can't stop thinking can't about remember.
0: Misha Barton with a big like Ruski <laughs> hat on.
1: I'm going to the O.C. <laughs> right, uh, the Men's Moguls gold medal uh, final tomorrow. Here are your uh, here are your competitors. All right, Michael. I know nothing about these guys. I'm just giving you the odds. Michael Kingsbury from Canada is a favorite at minus two ten. Ikuma Horishima from you. Japan at plus four seventy. Oscar Elifson. From Sweden at a hundred to one, Walter Wahlberg. Who I hey, Walter loved in-
4: Wahlberg, <laughs> come
1: to Wahlberg. You you went there. I went Breaking Bad. From Sweden at plus nine hundred nine to one odds. Kusuki Sugimoto from Japan at twenty two to one odds, and Benjamin Cavey from France sixteen to one odds. Uh, those are the Olympic odds I have for you. I also wanted to point out NBA Rookie of the Year odds are out and have been out. Evan Mobley for the Cavs has been your leader at minus 310, which that's fine. He's he's excellent, and he's probably going to win it. But if you are looking for someone who may end up making a push and you want to get a value on that, Cade Cunningham from Detroit, uh, he did not have a great start to the year. He has really been playing well of late and suddenly is getting a lot of ink written about him. He is getting a lot of publicity. He was considered the best player coming out of college last year. So it would make sense that he might be in the Rookie of the Year battle. I don't want to see that. I hope Evan Mobley wins it. But if you are looking to place a wager before the All-Star break, because after the All-Star break, then you really start to find out who's doing what, Cade Cunningham plus 850 might not be a terrible bet if you're trying to play those odds. And finally, Mike, we're going to do the FA Cup in England. All right. This This is... Any team from anywhere can play anybody, right? Sixth division team can play a Premier League team, as long as they keep winning. Yeah, right. Tomorrow, Peterborough United is taking on Queens Park Rangers. Now, is this uh, Brother Bones' team? This is Brother Bones' team, and I have some insight for you. Oh, Peterborough has never lost when Brother Bone is in attendance of a Peterborough game. He is currently on a flight. Your brother's out of his mind. He has been... No, no. He has been summoned by the owner of the team. He is having breakfast with... So he's flying tonight, overnight. By the time he gets there, it'll be morning. Over there, he's going to go right... To meet up with the owner. They're going to have breakfast. They're going to chat. Your brother is slightly
0: less significant. Forrest Gump. He finds
1: himself in all of these weird situations. He does, but I'm telling you plus 240 for Peterborough to win out. They're hosting. I have been, I've been assured by him. It will be a full victory for the posh. Hashtag up the posh is their uh, thing, but I promise you, like, if you go on their Twitter page, He'll probably make an appearance on there. I I can't say they'll say, like, here's this guy, but I guarantee you he'll be in a photo somewhere because he's like, he gets into all these places. I don't know how he does it, but yeah, he's going to the. He is on his way to England to watch this game. All right.
0: I'm looking up the cast of the OC now.
1: (laughs) So Misha Barton was
0: on the OC. Adam Brody was on the OC. Oh, yeah. Rachel Bilson. She was hot. Mm hmm. Ben McKenzie, how long was the O.C. on? Are you asking me to guess? Yeah, I'm asking you I'm to guess. I'm going to say four seasons. Well, 2003 to 2007. How many seasons would that be? Either four or five. A troubled youth becomes embroiled in the lives of a close-knit group of people in the wealthy, uh-huh. upper-class neighborhood of Newport Beach, ah, Orange right. County. But let's, ah, let's right. ruski that up. <laughs> Since now, I can't stop thinking about the Russian, version,
4: <laughs> the Russian of version
1: the Russian version is they show up and it's like a troubled youth finds a friendship among seven hackers who create fake accounts to stir up disdain across the world. While, they while making <laughs> porn videos for you porn. They sit down like, what are you working on this week, comrade? It's like, oh, just trying to stir up some dissension in America. You know how it goes trying to get the next insurrection going (laughs) these facebook Facebook groups are going crazy right now
0: if you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program we got you covered with the rundown coming up common man and t-bone on the fan
2: fan traffic
3: from the meisters bar traffic center
5: Good afternoon. There are some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find some backups on westbound 670 at I-71, an accident on the right side in that area causing delays. Please be very careful as things continue to clear up over here. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices, 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm the Ray with fan traffic.
0: Be prepared with a care plan. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1 800 Cooling or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can
2: trust. Listen to this show and feel better about yourself. This is Common Man and T Bone.
0: Happy Friday. It's Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971.
1: Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Mike, I have to ask you because I don't sadly know much about her yeah. uh i was just informed by my wife i went upstairs and she said oh good news i bought the tori amos tickets and i said oh, oh. i said Cornflake uh, girl yeah okay and it's Cause like okay because she she likes tori amos but like you don't like I, tori amos I, I don't have much familiarity with her here's what here's what i know of tori amos when i was in high school we, i used to get a magazine there you go. I'm just going to play some while you... Go ahead, speak. I used, I got a magazine from, like, the, the church I went to that would list out, like, there's new albums coming out, and mm-hmm. here's why you shouldn't listen to them, because they're evil and they have bad messages in them. Tori Amos is evil? Oh. Yeah, I remember oh, there, right. was, there was, like, a... I remember they had one of hers that was like, a lot of people think she's great, but... Don't be fooled. She's mm. pure evil. And they wow. did not want us listening to it. So I just remember being like, well, I guess I don't listen to that. And then by the time I did start listening to stuff that wasn't church music, I was all in the Limp Bizkit side of things, which yeah. is a little bit different than what she does. But yeah, apparently uh, apparently we're going. I guess she's coming to town.
0: This song is called Silent All These Years. Now, what would you do?
1: Are you going to the concert with her? Or is she going well, here's by herself? Well, I, I just asked her that because I said, "So, are you saying you want me to go?" And she said, "Maybe."
0: <laughs> All right. Well, here's my question. So to she's you. either
1: she's got she's got one of her friends probably going to come to town to go with her. But if that falls through, I will then go as the backup, which what? is fine. What would you
0: do if you were at the concert mm-hmm. and you looked over and next to you was a very emotional Yarmo Kekalainen because be, he
1: loves Tori Amos. I would. Be- He's I would cry and sing, mouthing all the songs. Well, you know what it would do? It'd make me question why did I not listen to more of her music? Because you know i who's mean, look, a huge Tori Amos look fan. At, look at Yarmo; he's so well put together and strong, and yet he she, she breaks him down. I would want to know why that is. I too have been silent
0: all of these years, Tori Amos. <laughs> you know who really is a big Tori Amos fan? No who's, kidding. Who's that? The hardcore legend Mick Foley. Really, he is a huge Tori Amos fan.
1: Interesting. Yes. Now, I, again, I like. I said, I don't know much of her music, but I don't get the vibe that that's the type of thing you would typically think of a guy who f- th- hurls himself no, into barbed wire. A, he's all a the very time. sensitive guy. Oh, I know he is. Yeah. He's, he loves uh, Christmas too. Remember, he loves, like he, he not, dresses up as Santa. That sounds weird, but he has a room in his house dedicated to Christmas. Yeah that is never not decorated like Christmas. And then, yeah, you're right. He goes out and plays Santa every year. He wrote a whole book about Christmas. That's right. I forgot called, about that. Uh, St. Mick, I think, was the name of the book. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Tori Amos, she's going on tour. When's, I don't, the, when's, the, I got, when's the concert? I got to look it up. I'm not sure. It says she in March she's going to London. Okay. London, uh Ireland. I, didn't do, I like how you I said I that. Like she's gonna get on a boat. No, no, I just <laughs> She's gonna go to a different line. <laughs> no, land. I'm just saying she will eventually be back here, but I don't see what the I think it's in May. How's oh, she, she, she gonna, gonna get back going. here? She got to get on another boat. All right. May twenty first, Palace Theater. That's where it is. All right. May twenty first. I guess there won't be a mosh pit if it's at the Palace Theater. I don't Theater think ground? so. Okay. I don't think Tori Amos that's, isn't moshing. No? I don't know. I gotta I
0: gotta learn. There would be no moshing on my watch. <laughs> Sing
1: Amos. That's. I actually also want to go to like a metal concert and see Yarmo slam dancing. That's that's also something I do want. To I see.
0: am not. I am not a mosh pit guy. All right, but in my in my younger years, I used to go to a lot of concerts. I don't anymore. And I was only at one concert where a mosh pit broke out. And I've been to a lot of concerts where I thought maybe a mosh pit would break out. You know, just because the music yeah, is sort of intense. Right. Yeah. The concert where a mosh pit broke out of all concerts was
1: the Goo Goo Dolls. Really? Yes. What? I yes. have so many questions about that. Because I, too, have been to many concerts where I was hoping for a mosh pit to break out. Well, and then
0: you got to go see Johnny Resnick
1: <laughs> and the Goo Goo Dolls. But why would that? I, it just doesn't make sense People to me. People got very excited. I mean, I've been to like metal shows, big, you no, know, moshing? national. No, 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 no. There was moshing there. Oh, but I'm okay. saying like, that's what I envision as a mosh pit. I mean, it's it's violent. I mean, people get they get some injuries if you go in there. Yes. Yeah. Is that what was happening at a goo, goo Dolls concert? Well, I yeah, I mean, it I was, mean, was it was it just guys bouncing into each other like, oh, this would be fun? Oh, don't spill my Bud no, like It was a mo- was it, it
0: was a mosh pit, and
1: then there was also crowd surfing as well. Yeah, at the Goo Goo Dolls show, I remember I went to a concert. There was a bunch of again, I went to a lot of like metal bands. Some of them were bands that we played at our Christian radio station. Some were not. And I remember this one band whose name was like I don't know, like throat destruction or some gross weird whatever your name is. Like, okay. They were stupid. a Christian band? No, no. They were like a non Christian band oh, okay. playing with the Christian band. They were just like a hardcore metal band. And I remember seeing a dude in a t shirt of this, whatever the band name was, he's down there with his T shirt on and this dude just started stretching like he was getting ready for a karate tournament. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, I'm not know, gonna be a I part don't know of this why one. That's fun. Why is that fun? Oh, but then like there's a, there is a camaraderie. I've been in the mosh pits and it is, there's like a, I don't know. It's like, what's fun about playing football unless you like to play football? And then when you do it, you're like, oh yeah, I like getting hit. It's okay. Right. That was me in my twenties. Not now. I wouldn't do that now, but yeah, back then I didn't mind getting into some of those things. It was fun. All right, well, here's hoping a mosh pit breaks out at Torrey Amos for you. (laughs) I'll start it. You and
0: and
2: Yarmo can have a good time. (laughs) Yeah, I'll start it. Rundown, hit it. Common Man and T-Bones, the Rundown. The Rundown.
0: Jimmy Haslam is having none of Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson says he was incentivized to lose, Um, and here is what Jimmy Haslam had to say. Hugh Jackson has never accepted any responsibility for our record during that time period. He's been masterful at pointing fingers, but has never accepted any blame. I have accepted a ton of blame, and rightfully so. He went on to say, unequivocally, Hugh Jackson was never paid to lose games. That is an absolute falsehood, and it's also an absolute
1: falsehood that I laughed while we were losing. Jimmy Jimmy laughs a lot though, so I would I would bet he probably laughed at some point in the time they were losing because they lost for a long time. Well, he,
0: he didn't laugh about them losing, I guess. Oh, I
1: bet I bet he did. I also called B. I think he did. You think, I think he, he did? Laughed. Yes, I think he probably he's like, we laughed. laughed about forty. Yeah, right. I actually I'm going to guess someone will unearth video of him at a game where they're losing, laughing in the press box that was shown on national TV. Fair I'm enough. almost I'm almost positive that had to have happened because it happened so much. But no, he's not wrong. Like. I don't doubt that Hugh is kind of conflating a couple issues here. You can say that this team didn't try to win, and I got paid a lot of money while they weren't trying to win, and they didn't seem to care that I lost a bunch of games. That looks like they were paying to tank. Yeah. <laughs> they were paying to tank in the way that's acceptable in the NFL. That is different than saying, Hugh, I want you to lose all these games, and every time you do, I'm going to pay you a bonus. If he has evidence of that, that's a very different thing.
0: The Jacksonville Jaguars are hiring former Eagles coach Doug Peterson to be their new head coach. Byron Lefwich apparently pulled out of consideration because he didn't want to work with Trent Baalke, who is the GM there in Jacksonville. But then there are rumors that Doug Peterson doesn't want to work with him either, yet they've decided to hire him. He's been out of the game for, is it a year or is it two years? Doug Peterson.
1: I feel like it's been... Just well, a year, because he was fired did, yeah, last season, right? Because right. that's what, yeah. I, right, I think. Yes, that's correct. Uh, anyway, I'm going to go with that.
0: Doug Peterson won the Super Bowl. Uh, he had Carson Wentz. He won it with Nick Foles as his starting quarterback. You can say Doug Peterson is the right guy for their young quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. He did develop Carson Wentz into a MVP candidate. He also proceeded over the demise Of Carson Wentz and you can say well that would have happened anyway maybe it would have I have no idea but what is not disputed is that the two of them had no communication they didn't even talk to each other and that's what led to Doug Peterson's downfall in
1: Philadelphia will things change in Jacksonville seems risky at best to assume that he's going to come in and be able to just magically fix everything with Trevor Lawrence I still think that's a pretty big gamble
2: All right, I'm done talking. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown.
0: Here's something I really want to bring to your attention. Okay. You know, sometimes we watch the news and it's like, you know, recall of Cheetos. You know, if you bought Cheetos at Aldi on this date, you better bring it back because there are metal shards in the bag. Right? Yeah. Right. You see recalls all the time. There has been a recall in the country of Argentina. They are recalling cocaine. Mm. Authorities say that you need to throw away the coke you've purchased in the past two days. Now, they don't want you to hand it in, obviously. They want you to throw it away because, unfortunately, people are just dropping dead. So far, 23 people have died in the last two days. It's bad cocaine.
1: I'm going to say good for the government of Argentina for saying, yes, cocaine bad. Dying worse. We are trying to help you not die. We don't want you using cocaine but that's a longer pathway to death like instant death even worse so let's try to eventually have you not do cocaine but in the meantime if you are don't do this one because it's lethal i guess that's good right yeah it's fine speaking of cocaine i'm sure lots
0: of it will be consumed in vegas this weekend you have the nhl all-star festivities you have the pro bowl also in vegas i did find some of the ticket prices interesting you can get a ticket for the All-Star Game, NHL All-Star Game, on StubHub for 116 bucks. Now, $116 is not an insignificant amount of money, but I was surprised that the ticket would be so low for an All-Star Game, the All-Star Game, the ticket price. The Pro Bowl, also in Vegas, will cost you
1: $64 to get in to see that. I mean, many more tickets available to the Pro Bowl because That's of right. the size of the venue, but... Yeah, still, I mean, for comparative purposes, for whatever this is worth, I told you a few weeks ago, like the get in the door price for the all-star game up in Cleveland for the NBA all-star game in a few weeks is over 500 bucks. Yeah. That's for standing room only. So, and I know the, the NBA all-star game is going to necessarily be different than the NHL all-star game because the NBA has more stars. They have more people that people care to see, right? But, that's still really difficult. Yeah, but you would, th- why did the fathom? NHL put this game in Vegas? Obviously, they have a team in Vegas, but they would st- assume it would be easy for a lot of people to get to and right. want to travel there and all that. They're banking
0: on, you know, fans traveling to Vegas to go to the All Star game. And I would think because it's such a tourist destination, those prices would be higher because yeah. fans are coming in from all over the country.
1: Well, I guess what I'm saying is that's, in a tourist destination, that's what those tickets are going for. Imagine what the tickets are going for if they put the NBA All Star Game. You know what I mean? Like, there's just a level that the NBA for whatever they had it there. You say, they? Did they do it there? A couple officially? years ago, didn't didn't they do one? You're, prob- you're probably right, and I've just forgotten about it. But yeah, I mean, like I'm get like that is the event though that you get people who want to go there to be seen. You know, they they want to be there because I want to say I went to an All Star game. I don't know if the NHL All Star game has that same cachet for. It has that cachet for people who are just diehard hockey fans who want to go, but I don't think it has the same cultural appeal that like, Hey, I just want to go and say that I was at this all-star game. Cause so was, you know, Kevin Durant, LeBron James and 800 other people that you've heard of. Like they were all there. I was in this hub of all these people. I guess that's maybe the difference. I don't know. Big money
0: is on the Bengals details next. Common man and T-bone on the fan.
2: Fan
3: traffic from the Meisters Bar traffic center.
5: Good evening. Watch out for an accident causing delays on Westbound 670 at I-71. Plan on some slowdowns as things continue to clear. And an accident on Winchester Pike at Refugee Road. This accident does involve injuries. Please be very careful over here. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers lowdown payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. i me an array with fan traffic.
0: as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com.
2: When you need a company you can trust. The kings of local social media. Twitters and twitters. This is Common Man and T-Bone.
0: To follow up on the incomplete thought that I had in the last segment, there has been an NBA All-Star game in Vegas It was back in 2007. Okay. Do you remember this? I don't remember. The reason why I remember it is because it was a complete disaster. They had fights breaking out in the stands during the game, and Pac-Man Jones was involved in a bunch of shenanigans with Ah. fights breaking out. Yeah, and they said at the time, they don't know if they'll ever come back to Vegas to do an All-Star game.
1: (laughs) Wow. Wow. No, I had no idea. I or I mean, I'm sure I watched that All-Star game when it happened. I just don't remember the fights or any of that. Jeez, that's crazy. Uh, big money on the Bengals. Our buddy Mattress Mac,
0: the Houston furniture magnate, mm-hmm. he is at it again, placing a big bet on the Bengals. On Thursday, he drove across the Texas border into Louisiana, pulled over at a gas station, logged, logged into his mobile betting account with Caesars, and placed four point five million dollars worth of bets Man. on the Bengals at plus one seventy odds to upset the Rams. He said, "I had to make like twenty two hundred thousand dollar bets to make it work, but I want to thank Caesars for taking it." Oh, I'm sure they thank oh. you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're happy to do that, man. That's good business for them. They're they're thrilled that that's what you want to do. Absolutely, they'll, they'll take that any time of the week.
0: Now uh, he's known for making these big bets, but recently he's known for losing. He lost four point seven million in a week betting on football in January, highlighted by a two point seven million money line bet on Alabama in the national championship game. Of course, Georgia won. The following week. He saw $2 million in futures bets he placed on the Patriots to win the Super Bowl go up in flames with a 47-17 to loss to the Bills in the first round of the playoffs. Wow! He is quoted as saying, I've always said a setback is just a setup for a comeback. Bengal fans are hoping he's right, and if he is right, Bengals win, and he also wins $7.7 million on his yeah. bet.
1: I mean, obviously, if the guy is betting to this level... Now I'm not. Maybe he is just a. He is a gambler who does not know when to stop. I think he's doing okay for himself. I think he's all all right. right. That's what that's what I was kind of getting at. Is I'm I'm pretty sure he can handle the amount of money he's spending, but that just makes my, my skin crawl. Like I know you could win seven million dollars, but how much did you say he's put on this game? Four and a half. Four point five million. I, 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 (laughs) like you don't need the four and a half million if you're betting it there's no way he doesn't need that right so imagine
0: like sometimes i wonder what people are doing like i pulled into a gas station the other day and there was you know some guy in the car next to me looked like he was doing something weird in his car i didn't stick around to see what the hell he was doing but it looked like he was you know sanding the banister or whatever (laughs) that's just for you buddy (laughs) (laughs) but you know maybe the guy there was somebody else at this this gas station in Louisiana they look over and see some guy just feverish on his phone like (laughs) and they're like what is that guy doing over there little did they know he's placing four point five million dollars worth of bets
1: I I can't understand why you wouldn't all right you're you're placing four and a half million dollars in bets why why wouldn't you make it a weekend like why wouldn't not not to the gas station, but why wouldn't you fly to the nicest casino in Vegas? Oh, he's not and interested then say in that. Well, what is he? He's interested in four and a half million dollars to get seven million. Yeah. Why? By the way, he like, thought he, he didn't need green. it.
0: Normally, what he does is he gets on his private plane and he flies to like Colorado. Yes, and, right. And he does this, but he decided. To drive to Louisiana because that would be good juju oh, for Joe for, Burrow.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. fair enough. But I don't know why does his plane not go to Louisiana? Or he just didn't want to, couldn't yeah, afford the gas. It's a like, quick, quick jaunt if you're in Houston. Af- right? Couldn't afford the jet fuel.
0: You wanted to have some crawdaddies. <laughs> Suck the heads off the crawdaddies.
1: Mm, ugh, not my thing. By the way, we're you're talking of uh, thinking of flying there? I've been uh, keeping up on Brother Bone, who I told you is headed to jolly old england yeah to watch a soccer game and he texted me not that long ago and said his flight out of columbus was a little late so now he is saying at atlanta he's going to have to hustle and i said oh good news you're just going to atlanta's airport it's like a little commuter airport yeah. you'll be able to just hop right. right over the
0: next there's just one guy with a lifeguard <laughs> chair there directing traffic
1: <laughs> right
0: yeah so i why why can't this big time football outfit soccer outfit fly in private over there
1: i don't know it's a great question i'm gonna ask him that next time and say what's the deal why why don't they i thought you you were
0: important clearly you're important to their success they're flying you over for this huge game let's get on a private plane that's what i would say
1: jet life yeah (laughs) right which is one of the few things i have over you in life is that i have been on multiple private jets and you've never been I forgot, I, will,
0: I forgot about that.
1: I will bring that up to you anytime you, you want to talk about it. Rat bat must be nice. <laughs> must be nice. Yeah. Well, you know, if someone who has a private jet, you get to fly on it occasionally. It was fun. Well, we worked at a
0: company that had a private jet.
1: No, no, we don't, I know. anymore. I, well, that's. I worked when I worked at the Christian radio station. The guy who owned the place, he had a pri. He had two of them, and he flew us. I would to like. Different places. I would like to point out just to show you how antisocial
0: I am. A lot of people think this is shtick. You know that it's not, Bone. Years ago, I was offered by Platinum Fox to go on the private jet to wherever the Buckeyes were playing in the bowl game with him and some clients. And I
1: declined. Wow. Because, yes, that's how little I want to interact with people. I guess, not wow that you would turn it down, but Wow, that you had the chance! Like I know you've wanted to do it, so I'm surprised. I wanted, you
4: didn't- yeah, I want
0: to
1: do it by myself. <laughs> I don't want to do it with other people, where I have well, to talk but, to them. All right, but you know, once you get up there, you just. You know, throw some earbuds no, in. No, and-
0: that's not. You know that wouldn't work that way. Are you yeah, kidding? Of
1: course it First would. Of all,
0: yeah, Platinum Fox would be swinging up there. He'd have the tequila bottles out. And- oh
1: yeah. Well, then you would drink some tequila and then pass out, and then you don't have to talk to anybody that way. Well,
0: knowing him, he'd get so drunk he'd start doing stuff to me up there. <laughs> you
1: know that? <laughs> the- <laughs>
0: yeah. I'd, I don't I'd think wake you're up, right.
1: up. I'd wake up with a big giant penis drawn on my face. <laughs> I know you would, buddy, and that's why you can't fall asleep around him. Tool
0: of the Week is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
2: Fan
3: traffic. From the Meisters Bar Traffic Center.
5: Good evening. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from Winchester Pike at Refugee Road. All lanes have reopened in that area, and still watching an accident on Westbound 670 at I-71. It is taking quite some time to get this one clear. Please be cautious over here in the meantime. This traffic Report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at one eight hundred Safe Auto or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh,
4: hello and sweaty don't be like kumquat and beaver queef. call my friends at care heating and cooling care heating and cooling call 1-800 cooling or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company beaver queef can trust
2: Common Man and T-Bone present
3: Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. The
0: best tool, according to us, will get a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Easton Gateway or Conrad'sOSU.com. Bone, are you ready? I'm ready to go. Uh, David says, my guys. Chimdi Chiqua. People that drive in the snow with their hazards on, if your car is functioning normally and you can see, leave them off. Rob's handle says his tool of the week is me not me him yeah, yeah for being angry that harbaugh is still at michigan it's better for the buckeyes if he stays but i just hate michigan fans so damn much i want them to constantly lose everything from car keys to coaches the only thing i don't want them to lose is their virginity all right all right, well, <laughs> all right.
1: <laughs> okay good for
0: you Uh, John says, my guys. Would
2: you like to touch my monkey?
0: Tool of the Week goes to Browns fans excited to see the Bengals in the Super Bowl. There's only one NFL team in Ohio you should ever support. If Common Man has taught me anything over the years, it's how to bask in the defeat of a rival. You're right, John.
1: Yeah. I, I, I don't understand the Browns fans that are saying it's for Ohio. Like, no, it's not. It's... This is a it's, team in your division that it's you a play rival. twice a year. Yeah. I mean and I also look, I've had fun with it. There's nothing to the idea of the Browns beat the Bengals, so we tech no, like, shut up. They're gonna they're gonna potentially hoist a well they're not hoist a trophy. They have the AFC Championship Trophy. They've already done that. So no. All we can do as Browns fans and go, must be nice. Uh Bub says Tool of the
0: Week is WWE's Shane McMahon. Not only did he ruin the Royal Rumble Saturday by making last-minute changes to the match and then entered himself in the match, he went against Vince McMahon's numerous last-minute changes and was fired this week. Only Vince can ruin a match. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Shea says, my guys, I'm
4: a man! I'm 40!
0: Man is my tool for being mean to bone, I don't have a specific example. I just think it needs to be said every so often. Thanks, did, my, did
1: my wife write that? Thank you, Shay. That's very nice of you. I For, appreciate why, that. Why was I mean to you? I'm not mean to you. In life? Ever? No. Never? No. No. Never. No. Never do I say a thing and you go, I wasn't listening, and just move on. Oh, well, nope. that's
0: not being mean. That's just <laughs> that is, that trying to is figure out what we're going to do next. That's I all. I know.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: Roland Brossman. Says my guys. Hey, folks, get down. Thank you. Uh, I picked the D-bags that broke both my rear windows out yesterday while I was working. I really enjoyed my drive to Springfield after my nursing shift. It was real fun with all the ice and snow. People suck.
1: Oh, I well, can't that, imagine. That's man. terrible. That's, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, sorry for breaking your windows. Breaking. Well, you didn't know it was his. You just I, you right, went I on just on your weekly break. <laughs> You were listening to Limp Bizkit and You were like, it's <laughs> time to... And it's rolling, rolling, rolling right, right there. Right. That's who you got. So,
0: uh, Mike says, my guy. Oh, yeah! My tools of the week are people who boycotted the NFL for whatever reason. But now that their Bengals are in the Super Bowl, they are all number one Jack Burroughs and Joe Meekin fans. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, it's fair. If you said you were going to boycott for whatever reason, then you got to stick to it, even when your team's going to the Super Bowl. Uh, Tom says, my guys.
0: My tool of the week is dead. My tool of the week is dead. Daniel Snyder, if he spent half the time, energy, and money into being a better person and running a better franchise than what he spends trying to hide what a horrible D-bag he is, he'd probably be at least a somewhat okay
1: person. Yeah, that's the latest with the NFL is that he apparently can approve if the report about him that talks about how horrible he is gets released to the public or not. Well, that how, is, is, how is that allowed, though? That, that, that is the agreement that the NFL came to with him when they said, we're going to investigate you. And he said, well, I get to have final say if you get to release it. And they said, fine, we'll do it. And it's like, well, then why? what? Like, So you're not going to punish? I mean, they, they fined him $10 million. Who cares? I mean, that's a lot of money to you and me. It's not a lot of money to a guy who owns an NFL franchise. But, yeah, whatever. We'll probably never know what was in that report, sadly.
0: Mikey Mike in the T-Bunch says too hot he's the senior hurler teddy is my tool of the week the podcast does not include the sports center updates i didn't get a chance to hear timmy or whomever it was that ran out of time yesterday panama ted is the only competent person at 97.1 so somehow it's his fault that, well, well we don't we don't put it is we don't put them in for a reason because they are woefully outdated by the time that you would listen to the podcast but Yes, yeah, sometimes there are there's little nuggets in there, and you do miss them, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Bone. No, I have nothing else to add. To it. Right. You're Goalie exactly Tom on.
0: says, My guys. Mr. T Bone. My tool of the week is all the Riley haters. Who's Riley? Um, Lincoln Riley? Lincoln Riley, yes. Oh, okay. His job here. is yeah. to put together a winning team, not to coddle the place he left.
1: Grow up and get over it, you tools. All right. He's I mean, talking to you. I, I don't have a problem with him. Yeah, well, I, I definitely thought it was... I didn't. I don't even know if I have a problem with it. I was just pointing out that he definitely took, like, everyone off of Oklahoma's roster that he could. It wasn't like he said, I'm going to go out and find a bunch of new guys I think I can win with. He's like, no, nope, I'm going to take all the guys from the place I just left. All right, I got it. Yeah, That's not just taking it.
0: Snagglepuss says my guys.
1: You need a Hummer? Tool of the Week is Dave Portnoy.
0: Please say a prayer to Saint F U, the patron saint of
1: Essing T F U, and just be quiet. Essing <laughs> the F up, yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. He probably needs to do that, but that. Do you he think he's going to do that? Now, there's just all. There's always stuff with him. Oh, I, I didn't know if there was something new. I I know there was, and I don't remember what it was because I saw it yeah, come a, across my radar. Like more, I think women that
6: have accused him. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. right. Well, you know, I,
1: I will say this. My tool of the week to add on to that is, like, he's a tool and he's an idiot, but the people who don't work for him, don't get paid by him, and they just show up whenever someone's like, hey, Dave Portnoy seems like a bad dude. And they're like, oh, what do you have to say about it, bro? Hey, Maxwell. And they defend this guy. It's like, I'm sorry, is he a sports team that you're rooting for? Or, like, what is the deal with this? No, like, I know, but this is not Is new. he your dad? This like, what are you doing? show
0: up at the courthouse to support R. Kelly and stuff like yeah, that. it's, it's so bizarre. They don't know anything about anything, but they like whatever they do, and so they can do no wrong in their yeah, heads.
1: Yeah, maybe, like, don't. Have some more self respect. Like, if you're a grown man going out and defending Dave Portnoy, like, question things about what's going on in your life. Pick a winner. Uh, a lot of good ones, but I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Roland, who got his windshield or his uh, back windows broken out. That sucks, man.
0: He gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store. He or she. I don't know. Uh, song of the day today is just for you, T Bone. Okay. Uh, you have openly said you don't know the difference between Neil Diamond and Neil <laughs> Young, so today's Neil Diamond. <laughs> oh,
1: Sweet I Caroline. A, I know this one. I from was
0: 1969.
1: For, I'd much rather have Neil Young, I think.
0: No, this is a catchy tune. This song was oh. about Caroline Kennedy, who was 11 when it was released, making it very it's creepy. grossest song ever. It is catchy. It peaked at number four on the Billboard Hot 100. It is famous now for being played at Red Sox games at Fenway Park. The song was first played at Fenway in '97. Just randomly, it would get a few plays here and there, but it started being played every game during the 2002 season for no reason other than the crowd really, really liked it.
1: Yeah, you know why the crowd really liked it? Because all you have to know of this song is like "Sweet Caroline." Bah, bah, bah. Well, you're, you're, you're jumping. You're jumping
0: ahead. I mean, we what can, do you mean? We can. We do know. It.
1: What do I have to hide? That that's what happens here. No, I'm just saying we could
0: we could lead up to it, and then you oh, could do it. No, no, no. I, I mean, let's that, face man. it. It is it is a catchy tune. No, it's not.
1: I guess I should enjoy this. Does that make me a bad person that every time I hear this, I just roll my eyes and go, to make it stop? 50 years after
0: this song first charted, it was back on the charts in the UK last summer. Why? Because this was the adopted theme song of the English soccer team for the oh, Euros. Geez. Oh, good For Lord. some reason, they adopted this
1: song as their song. Remember when uh, Penn State couldn't play this song because they had a guy named Jerry Sandusky who worked for them, and they yes. said, "Uh oh, yeah." They <laughs> everyone acknowledges this song is problematic, and yet, but it is it is a catchy song. It's not uh, to you. It's not to everyone. It sucks. I hate this song. I hate touching that you played you know it. What? I'm glad I that char- I picked oh, it. I hate it so much. Touching
0: me, touching you
6: doing the show in protest now
2: Sweet my, my, my.
1: i feel good this is the cheesiest okay. i like never mind all the weirdness of the lyrics it's just a cheesy tune it is a total cheese ball I tune st- I, I don't i
0: don't it. debate that oh, cheese ball oh. tune i bet you leanna's ripped her clothes off right now I bet, just leanna, waving them in the air.
1: I bet leanna absolutely hates that song that's my guess i bet she does too but you know what? I don't care. And she's right to hate it. I got it on vinyl. <laughs> no way. No way. No way. I will. You know what? I will leave the vinyl segment of the show. I will leave and drive to you Detroit. You will leave and protest. If she ha- no, I will drive to Detroit just as because I will bet you that she does not have it on vinyl if she has it at all. And I don't think she does.
4: I have it on real to
1: real.
0: That's real hipster stuff. Vinyl, yesterday's news. You got to get stuff on real to real. <laughs> yeah. On 8-track, yeah. Uh, What's next? Back page is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
2: Fan traffic.
3: From the Meisters Bar Traffic Center.
5: You gotta get it on laser disc. Watch out for an accident on westbound 670 at I 71. It is still causing slowdowns in that area as they try to get things cleaned up. Please be cautious over here. You'll we'll also find an accident on I 70 westbound at James Road, causing slowdowns here as well. Caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at one eight hundred Safe Auto or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic.
0: as I do the deed and the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape that's Care Heating and Cooling call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour the fine host of the Buckeye Show your friend and mine Timmy Hall hello Timmy oh you guys man and bone happy Friday oh happy Friday to you so glad you're here. I'm glad to be here with you. We have uh, Buckeye Basketball, in theory, this weekend <laughs> against Maryland. One can hope, right? How are they? How are you hearing they're going to sort of configure things at the end with making up these games? They have two conference games to make up now.
6: Yeah, that's right. They do. And, you know, a lot of the cancellation for this last game, by the way, the there was a couple of Iowa reporters who called it and... You know, we had some Ohio State people saying, "Not yet, not yet," and so you want to go with that, give them time to get here. But they, when they called that game, the Hawkeyes reporters, they were looking ahead at the schedule and saying how you know this could be tough for Ohio State just to get the game played. Period. Yeah, because you look at the fact that we already got to get one in against Nebraska. There's two games per week. That's really
0: that's the usual for college well, basketball. Well, it's not like the conference tournament is waiting, right? I mean, that you you have Correct. that hard date yeah. there that you have to hit. Correct, because you're not
6: gonna sit there and say, oh, just because Ohio State has to make up two games and, you know, 60 or 70% of the league doesn't have any more games to make up. If it doesn't come into play, this might be a little bit like last year, where you're gonna have to monitor the standings and see if you can have a fair champion and the end. Because you didn't get the normal number of games played last year, but remember, they still gave the regular season title to Michigan based on percentages. And Ohio State reached a point where it didn't matter for us anyway, and we lost those games at, down the stretch where we couldn't get it done. But maybe, maybe this goes into the very last weekend, Mike. Maybe you're looking at that Monday going into the Big Ten tournament. Hopefully, if Ohio State can play well enough and make sure that they don't, you know, they're not going to be playing on Wednesday, right? But hopefully, they get a double by. Well, I, I can't see how they can get one in. Yeah,
0: I can't see how in this conference, I think the standings are going to be so compressed that that game's not going to matter, or they just wouldn't make it up at all.
6: I'm with you. It's you think like you think you'd have to play it, and I doubt that Chris Holtman is going to be thrilled about it because you're going to be at a disadvantage just in terms of getting ready for a Big Ten basketball game, despite the fact that both of these are home games. That's one good piece of news, that if you're going to get Nebraska and Iowa in, which they want to, they will both be at the Schottenstein Center, but this is just what it is. It's a bad situation. You're going to have to cram in... You're going to have two cases here down the stretch where you'll be playing three games in five days if they're going to do this. And you're just going to have to live with that, and hopefully the guys will be excited to play a lot of basketball. Because if I'm then, I want to play ball. We've had too many times throughout the season where we haven't been able to play basketball, which is what we're here to do. So put your AAU shorts on when you play four games in a day, and let's go with this thing.
0: All right, Timmy, what's coming up on the Buckeyes show tonight?
6: Well, me and Eric Reeser, we will round out the week with our... Friday night party, I actually just incorrectly tweeted that uh, the weekend is over, so that's it's it's been a long week with the the winter storm and (laughs) everything like that. Man, you are looking way too far ahead, buddy. Yeah, I feel like this is the Sunday night show, but we will go back and talk about where things are with Ohio State football and all the press conferences that we heard this week and everything that's going on with Jim Harbaugh up at Michigan, and we'll talk with our guy Pat Murphy here at 633 for some beers and Buckeye talk A new uh, Bone, we talk about what are the best beers you can have there. I got a new one that has come into the rankings, so we'll talk about that one. All right.
0: Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. page. With Common
2: Man and
1: T-Bone.
3: Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING.
1: Bone. Well, man, uh, John Cena, former WWE wrestler, now a big movie star, action star, right? He's got the Peacemaker... TV series that he's a part of. So he was doing an interview with GQ. And if you've ever wondered, how am I different than John Cena? How are you different than John Cena? I'm going to guess most people are different than John Cena in this one way. He was asked about how he trains and what he's doing to stay in shape. Because, you know, he's a pretty muscle-bound guy. And he said uh, he switched up his training recently. He said because he's old. He said, I'm going to be 45 this year. I started lifting weights in a dedicated fashion when I was 12. If you do the math, I'm coming up on 35 years of that, give or take. That's a long time. So he said, now I want to be lifting weights when I'm 80. I can think of nothing less I would like to be doing at 80 than trying to lift a barbell over my head. (laughs) Like, I would like to be able to walk to a bar and lift a glass of some alcoholic beverage and drink it. That's the most I would like to hope for at 80, but he says he wants to keep working out even when he's in his 80s, so good for him, man. If you can get there and do it, by all means. I hope he I hope he does. Just makes no sense to me. Oh, is that I mean, it? No, oh, I didn't know if you had any thoughts on that. No, I, I, have no, I was going to speak. Else. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. You i was waiting for to. mike to say something bone no. i thought yeah i, I know right <laughs> i was waiting for tim to say something i was waiting for anybody to say I was right waiting, time this, to works be this
6: works really well
1: doesn't
4: it let's
0: have two more hours of this to finish the week mm-hmm. buckeye show is coming up next don't forget common man and t-bone weekend is airing tomorrow what is that i forget what time that is is. Ten to 10 a.m tomorrow Ten to noon. It's not your show, and you know, Timmy, that it's ten a.m. to noon. Well, when when you're a leader, you got to know. You're the transformational Transformational leader. leader. Yeah, it's also in your podcast feed tomorrow. We're back on Monday. Have a great weekend, Common Man and T Bone on the fan.
3: Fan traffic from the Meisters Bar Traffic Center
5: good evening an accident still being worked on right now you'll find a crash in i-70 westbound at james road still working to get this one clear out of the roadway plan on some slowdowns in the meantime but a five minute backup this driving report is sponsored by Domino's. order carryout online from Domino's, and they're gonna tip you three bucks just for picking up your own pizza let me repeat that's three dollars off for picking up your own pie don't twist our arms Domino's. as for this offer availability and charges may vary for complete details visit carryouttips.com have a great weekend guys i'm Leanna ray with fan traffic hey
4: from and sweaty. Don't be like Quad and beaver Queef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. K Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company
3: Beaver Queef can trust.
2: A Lindsay Honda Studios.
3: Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com.
2: WBNSFM. HD1 Columbus. The Fan.
3: Hey,
0: Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust.
2: One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald? Bald, bald. Here's Man and Bone. I want to
0: point something out. All right? I, too... Would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah, for almost twenty years. It's called Amateur Pecia.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
0: think about it for a second. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just
1: fall out in one day, all of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN.